Hello, beautiful people. It is Monday, July 25th, 2022, and it is a massive week around here. This sports show begins now. Let's, let's ride. ride. That's right. Let's ride in the fight week SummerSlam on Saturday, Hell July yeah. 30th, Nashville, Tennessee, only available on the cock. Peacock, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and all the other time zones that you potentially live in, you can do the math. I'm beating the hell out of bum-ass Corbin. Yeah! That should be a blast. Uh, I can't wait to chat more about that as the week unfolds. Friday Night Smackdown will be in Atlanta. Last stop before Nashville, Tennessee on Saturday. It should be a glorious week. We are going to celebrate it as such because not only is that taking place, but for... NFL teams are currently already in training camp. 28 more start tomorrow. What does that mean? We fucking made it to the season, boy. What an off-season it has been. We can't thank you all enough for riding the highs with us and riding the lows with us and chit-chatting about all the shit that inevitably won't mean a damn thing in the NFL world once the season kicks off. We now have camps. We have quotes. We have convos. We have stories. We have questions. Who will start the trip to the top of the mountain and who will complete it in February in Scottsdale, Arizona as the Super Bowl champion? You can't win a Super Bowl. Bowl in July. No, but can you lose one? Certainly. Who will get off on the wrong foot? More importantly, who will get off on the right foot? Uh What team is going to make an impression on the rest of the NFL first and early? We know there's a lot of alternate uniform conversations taking place. Mm -hmm. We know there's a lot of comments and uh, uh, getting taken out of context and we are excited to be alive. Uh, My wife's birthday was yesterday. One last happy birthday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. The Toxic Table is here at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor. Ty, being a father through the weekends, is it just like father through the weekdays? How are you doing, pal? How you feeling? Uh, feeling pretty good. It really did. It kind of felt like a football morning this morning. You wake Ooh, up yeah. and, you know, the, the group the group text, like there's a lot more football-related stories. So it did feel, I mean, in terms of like the kid, you know, it kind of stinks because you can't really ever watch anything. You know, I don't like doing like 15 minutes. Oh, got to pause this, come back to it later. I'll never get through anything until she's probably like, six or eight months so i've kind of just accepted that but you can still watch sports which is nice and it feels like the it feels like the nfl is back this morning i'm not lucky enough to have a kid but i i partially made it through a lot of things this week oh did you here we go what i mean i didn't plan on diving into it but i want some movies on saturday whoa really it's a little early you know a lot of sports to talk about we're doing a real off-season conversation here did not expect to dive into it but I mean, you're you mentioning not being able. To, that's my life. Yeah, way. you just did my life. You're doing it strictly because there's a tiny little baby human mm-hmm. uh, that is like trying to get your attention. Right. Me, just strictly because my brain goes, Ooh, I can't do. Ooh, I'm done with this. Am I wasting this much more time <laughs> with this? Uh, so obviously, wife's birthday weekend. Sure. Saturday at 5:40, we'll say 5:40. Uh, I want to go hit the Stairmaster. She went, uh, I think, to take a bath or something like that. We had a little bit of a day setting up for the night. Let's go ahead and do this whole thing. So I'm 10 minutes into the Stairmaster, 5.50. Get a text from my wife. She says, hey, showing of the superhero pet movie, uh, 605 uh, 96th Street or whatever, uh, if we want to go stop by there. And I'm on the thing. It's her birthday weekend. So I text her back, very tired, exhausted. Uh, I'm... 
you know, in the middle of a workout. What do you want to do? She says, let's go to a superhero pet movie. It's like, sure. okay, I got to go right now. This is in 15 minutes. So I go running upstairs, hop in the shower real quick. We leave the house, 6.05. Takes us like 20 minutes to get there. So we get there like 6.20-ish, 6.25-ish almost. Mm-hmm. Movie's supposed to start at 6.05. We get to a movie theater, and there is a uh, hundred people waiting in a line at the concession stand. Only one uh, thing was open. Sure. Full around, uh-huh. all the way around the inside thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, well, cool. If you want something, I'll come back out here later and get it. We're already late to the movie. Let's go in there. So we go to walk to the movie, and there's nobody checking any tickets or anything. Okay. We got it on Fondango anyways. Naturally. And it clearly says, like, uh, go to concession to get your ticket scanned. And it was like, well, we're not doing that. We're already this late in that whole thing. We have tickets. What's it say on there? Oh, it says, like, Auditorium 6 or something. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll go Auditorium 6. We're already late. We sit down. There's this fucking hamster cartoon airing. Uh-huh. Okay? okay. Okay. Hamster cartoon airing. This is what the fucking hamster looked like. All right. This nice. hamster oh, at one point during this thing gave birth to all those other hamsters. Oh wow. And spoke in ridiculous, ridiculous <laughs> fashion. South Park. There's a bunch of kids around. There's there's kids and it's like, all right, we're going to the superhero pets movie. How you doing? Keep it moving. This thing ended up attacking this guy. What? Because, yeah. Cut my nails. Do this whole thing. <laughs> so that's like 15, maybe seven minutes. This thing is running. So I'm like, Sam, we're at the wrong fucking movie. Like, obviously, this is a movie. Sam's like, no, this is like a trailer, like a cartoon trailer. Like, they're trying to, you know, like, spice up the the rules or whatever. So I'm like, nah, go to your phone. Like, we had to go through the movie theater. Like, what the fuck could this fat kind of mean hamster movie be. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Turns out that thing doesn't. It was just a... Prequel? A, pr- a commercial that the movie theaters are putting out about... Oh, really? You know, I guess Concessions or something like that. Not talking or mm-hmm. trimming your nail. I have no idea what it was. It was one of those things. So that stops. So now we're like, all right, super pet movie. Here we go. Pause of Fury is not the superhero pet movie. What? Okay. So Pause of Fury starts. It's this cat movie that Ricky Gervais is in. All right. Okay. So I thought I'm going to see The Rock and Kevin Hart yeah, uh-huh. as dogs. Sure. Awesome. Turns out now I'm in Pause of Fury. Okay. With Ricky Gervais after seeing some fat fucking hamster just do its whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, a, I'm in a bit of a pretzel yeah, here. Right. I was just on a Stairmaster 10, 15 minutes ago. We start watching Pause of Fury. And although I'm a big Ricky Gervais fan, I'm sure that movie's good. Both of us said, all right, we're not watching this fucking movie. <laughs> so we get up and oh. we leave. So Sam wanted popcorn, though, movie theater popcorn. Sure, sure. Got to have it. So Delicious. We, so we started waiting in that line that was still there. People were still there. We had just seen um, a hamster cartoon and another animated thing, yeah. and people were still waiting in that line. Mm-hmm. So we go, we're waiting in popcorn, and Sam's like, well, we're already out here. I'm getting uh, popcorn. I want to see at least some movie. So she looks up. The only movie that is within, like, the next hour, Nope. So, Nope was 30 minutes from then. Mm -hmm. So, we looked at the line. We're like, oh, it could work out perfectly. So, it took us like 20 some minutes to get through the line. Mm -hmm. So, then we go in there. It's still before the movie's on. We sit down. And I started thinking, I didn't know what the fucking Nope was. So, Mm -hmm. I looked it up. I Googled Uh what Nope was. I thought I was going to see a fucking superhero movie about dogs. Nope. I got off the Stairmaster. (laughs) 45 minutes later, I am fucking in the middle of a horror film. Oh, yeah. I don't watch horror films. Sure. I, I am not a horror film person at all. So I'm looking at Sam. It's her birthday, right? She looks like she's happy. So I have to just swallow all this, you mm-hmm. know? I'm like, I'm not a horror person film. You know why? Because I like to sleep at night. Sure, like, exactly. I, I like to be pretty comfortable. I like to do all that. So she was pumped about it, though. I didn't know she was a horror film watcher okay. either. I learned that at that moment. I said, do you watch horror films? She's like, no. I'm like, 
What are we doing? Whatever, it was just <laughs> on. What are we, I, was, I was watching a superhero fucking dog movie with Animated. The Rock. That doesn't come out until like three months from now or something. Like three what? weeks from now, by the way. Doesn't come out. Yeah, no chance. She thought it was a superhero movie, the Pause of Fury one, because mm-hmm. she saw The Rock and Kevin Hart doing all the promotion, saw the Pause one, said that that was that. Why are you guys doing promotion six months before your fucking movie comes out? Oh I don't know. God. I guess that's old school way. Nobody cares. Everybody wants it like right now. Nonetheless, you would have got a ticket from me instead. Ricky Gervais got one and Jordan Peele got one yeah. for Nope. Yeah. I sat through that thing for about an hour and 30 minutes. Didn't make it to the end. I'm sure the end is great. Oh, no. I'll tell you what. I'm not a horror movie guy, no. I don't think. Those moments are like, oh, that could happen to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it. Terrible. Not it's one bit. It's aliens yeah. too, right? Yeah. Allegedly. Saw the best line in the whole fucking movie, though. Nope. The reason why it's called it. Yeah. I mean, it's a thank you, Diggs. You nailed it. The, <laughs> it legit. It was, it was fucking the best line. The, who, whoever is the star of that? I think it's like uh, Daniel Kaluuya. There's a couple. He's like one of the main. Uh, that dude is awesome. Yeah. yeah, he was in he's Get Out too. Dude and, is yep. aw- hilarious. Mm-hmm. The, the nope was delivered. Maybe one of the best lines in cinematic history. Whoa! Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Opened the door, seen something. Shut door. Roll window up. Nope. I mean, it was <laughs> it was really, and everybody in the movie theater popped. I don't think I understand horror films though. Sure. Yeah, those ones too. Those are like mind bending yeah. at the end. They really put a massive at the turn end? on it. Oh yeah. Oh, see, I would never. Yeah, like it. the last. It's funny you say you left with like a half hour left because typically in Jordan Peele movies, the last fifteen minutes probably the most important part. Like I assume. See, it, so yeah, I assume it was. How good have you known? <laughs> yeah. Someone should give me a heads up. Yeah. I missed everything. I bet. I, yeah. I know the entire setup though. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. Jordan Peele doesn't like anybody talking talking about his movie so i'm not going to say anything else but if you're a horror person i assume it's a movie you should go to yeah because get out and us those are the two things like at the end like because the trailer shows aliens and that thing and for this movie and i am just predicting that in those last 15 minutes it's not aliens and they just kind of spin it on you some way else there was a couple moments there where definitely aliens involved oh yeah i would assume aliens are well, involved. there's like there, there's Part of the trailer is there, isn't there like a massive yeah. UFO yeah, that's trailer, flying yeah. like right over? Well, one of I don't guys? want to give away anything. Sure, that Jordan Peele. No, no, this is all, hey, hey, this trailer. is trailer. Right? This, is, this is aired on television. See, I didn't even know this movie was existing until <laughs> yeah. I walked in there. There's some shit that goes on. You're like, oh, okay, and then the music can make any oh, scene. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you it, seen Get Out or Us, the first two? No. What are oh, we talking man. about? These are horror films. <laughs> oh, that, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so no, good, I, I don't, yeah. No, Suspense. I would like to laugh. Like, yeah. I watch all of Jordan Peele's old shit. Right. Right. He's like, Peele. Yeah, he's like, yeah. hey, let's make uh-huh. people laugh. I don't understand the whole, I'm going to go shit my pants and then not be able to sleep tonight. You got to feel I, alive. It ain't all sunshine and rainbows out there, Pat. There's some bad stuff going on. All right. Yeah. This is just like Unbreakable Gems or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you don't really feel bad for the people in the middle of it when you start putting some reasonable thought like, well, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that from me in this whole thing. But I was sitting there waiting to just, ah, mm-hmm. you know. The whole it, time. Well, yeah. that's almost worse. Yes. Just kind of anticipating like that you're going to get, and then it just kind of never comes. So you're just uncomfortable for like an hour and a half. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it was a great weekend. I hope everybody else had a fantastic one. I watched uh, Blackbird, worth a watch. Yeah, unreal. Very good. I tried Gray Man. Mm-hmm. Gosling's just too Gosling for me to really, I think, respect yeah. as a action person. It's fair. Because, you know, he's like, what, the cutest dude of all time. Yeah, yeah. he's the it guy. He's, he's like there. cute. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, look at the cute guy. You yeah. just got to think of him as like a cornerback, though. You know? Remember the Ken? Titans? Isn't he Ken he right is, now? He is Ken. Ken. So yep. he's a soft corner. He's yep. Ken. And uh-huh. then they got him being his action star. For me, 
I'm too mentally weak to be able to separate all of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. He's also like a jazz musician in La La Land. That mm-hmm. one went big, too. So there are... Well, and then he's Steve Carell's uh, little lover yes. boy yep. thing. son-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he teaches And now life. he's... And now he's the gray man. Yeah. It was awesome. I actually got through the whole entire thing. It was electric. I mean, it's no John Wick. We're not going to go that far. But it definitely has some good moments. Didn't you think, like, in the first couple of scenes, that you could just... Right to Gosling's face, and there ain't nothing he could do about it. Yeah, I mean, in a, like in a cup. This is just like in the horror film where I'm like, shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's a bad idea. Yeah. And that one with Gosling, I was like, oh, this is a cute dude from the uh, all the love movies. Yes. And they started doing something. I'm like, that guy should just boop Gosling. How you gonna, you know? Yeah, he's but, a badass, I guess. Yeah, he crushes it. And I assume you haven't seen Drive with Gosling, and that's where Gosling just kind of really taps into him ripping people's heads off. Okay, so I need to, I need to be yeah. reintroduced yeah. to Gosling. Yeah, Runner. you need to go New back. Blade yeah, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, exactly. Blade Runner, poor little Tink Tink. Oh, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I, not No, not at all. But, I mean, and this isn't a spoiler because it happens right away. I mean, he tackles Don Batista through a wall. So, I Gosling... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Good hit. Lo- hey, lo- yeah, yeah, low center hit. of gravity. You got to give it to him. And he actually- Don Batista Don yeah. Bati- rips yeah. his eye out. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like a gnaw on the Achilles type guy. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, I didn't know he had that in him. I yeah. thought he was. Fucking- he's got the dog in him. When they did the X-rays, the dog thing popped up like it did for Com Smith. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. All right, I got to get reintroduced to him because I couldn't take it serious. First five minutes in there. Yeah. Sure. All right, this is the notebook guy. Just fucking mm-hmm. yeah. Chris right, Evans sure. though, he does great in Captain America, except he's a bad guy. Which you don't really see with Chris Evans. Captain America's a bad guy? He's a bad guy in this, and he has a mustache. What's going on with America? Uh, well, <laughs> good point. Well, well Captain, that's a fair point. Guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Tony Diggs, how you doing, pal? I just want to say that uh, when we were off, I went to see a movie, too. And uh, for 20 minutes, the cartoon Coyote and the Roadrunner was playing. Ooh. And I had a similar situation to you where I fucking tapped the person next to me and I said, are you in here for Thor? What Love movie are you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and almost, they said, yeah. And I said, almost did that as well. The fuck is happening here? It was 15 minutes and I'm not even fucking. Yes, I don't long. Like what, I do These not, are long cartoons. I don't like what they're doing. No. I understand they try to freshen up the movie experience and make it better. There was a little trivia before yeah, right. uh, nice. Nope with Maria Menounos. Oh, nice. She was doing some trivia with a TikTok star. Oh, that's new. Who's okay. now an A-list, uh, an A-list star. He's doing some trivia. The whole theater that was in there was participating. Longest yard. Everybody yelled. Oh, nice. uh, sand lot. Uh, like there was like a full, you know, one of those situations that mm-hmm. was taking place. But... That fat fucking hamster shitting out other hamsters. Yeah, what? I almost. Are you here for the superhero pets movie? That would clear things they up. Said, yeah. No. no, no it, pause Fury. Pause Fury. The hell is that? Say, yeah. You know we're not. What the? I didn't know Ricky Gervais was making movies. I mean, it was her birthday, so like, God do what you got to do. But there was a lot of like, I was coming here to fucking Kevin Hart was a goddamn yeah. doodle, golden doodle. Or yeah. Something. Now I'm about to watch what. The aliens just fuck up the entire human race. Uh-huh. What am I doing? I'm not here. I'm a guy that looks at the sky, too. Like, this is something that will fuck with me mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. We didn't get far enough for me to get well, far Well, in my opinion, you have been a little too positive on aliens coming to visit us, so I'm, I'm glad you got to see a little negative side of I do understand why everybody's so super negative after watching that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that sure. is all very possible. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. I guess that it's is the other all, outcome. Uh-huh. I yeah. guess it all it is very... <laughs> nope. It might happen. It is very possible. I didn't even think about any of that. Because mm-hmm. if they wanted to, they could have done it already, right? So exactly. Went, you would think. So that's my big thing. Like, if they wanted to, they sure. would have already yeah. done it. Why aren't they doing it? Then we're just assuming that they have reason and sound thought, yeah. which we have to assume they are because they're able to travel to this place but 
Maybe they've just been biding their time, waiting. Is this Jesus Christ guy ever going to come back? If he's not, we're going to do this yeah. thing. <laughs> so you got the you got the Christians and the aliens waiting on the same thing. That's right. Maybe Jesus will return in time to save us all, or maybe the aliens are just coming to say, "Hey, what's up? What's going on? Let's figure this shit out." Because if they're doing what that Nope movie is saying they're doing, not good. Not good for anybody. <laughs> Pretty terrible. And I like take back everything. I don't want to give away too much for Jordan Peele's movie because sure. he doesn't like to give a lot away. Sure. But it's not great. It is a horror film. And the UFOs are involved. Yeah, I mean, all it takes is one with the aliens. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's visited us before. If one, you know, chancellor of some planet with aliens on it decides, you know what, I'm sick of watching these guys. Let's just go kill them all. Then we're dead either way. So that's kind of why it's wait and switch time, because I don't think it really matters. Yeah, see, like, that's why what I seen in that note movie, I never wanted to exist in my brain. Right. Because mm-hmm. last night, there was a lightning storm. Oh, yeah, big, big one. one. Didn't move. I don't know if you've seen it. I actually recorded it. 45 to 50 seconds straight, lightning just going. Didn't move. Same spot. Just kept going. Oh, I'm like, a... oh, here we go. Oh, this that's is, all you're thinking about this now. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't even enjoy this. I can't even enjoy this lightning show because I'm just assuming that. Oh. So I went and just shot the blinds. Went to bed. Hey, Smart. It's a good move. Sometimes you got to do that. Put the blinders on. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss. Shut Put it down. the blinders on. It's light week. And uh, that, was, uh, that was another you know, award-winning segment. Another edition of McAfee Movie Mondays. Didn't see the end of any of the movies. Nope. But I gave them all a shot. It seems like if you're into those types of movies, you'll love all of them. I mean, okay. good for you. If, you, if you went to the movie theater and then went back out and waited for 30 minutes, I mean, you did the movies. There, yeah, you you did. really. I did the movies a lot more than most people. <laughs> yeah, did. So three yeah. hours. The only right. thing you're missing is hitting the arcade, playing some pinball or some cruising world, maybe. I actually between. almost did on the way out because we snuck out a side exit that happened to be connected to where the arcade was. And I said, cruising world <laughs> on the way out. Yeah. But at that point, we were already there for three hours. Uh, I'm sure. like, all right, I'm Ready fucking, home. I'm yeah. done with it. By yeah. the way, when I went to the movies, they did also the uh, check your tickets at the uh, popcorn thing. And then I also said, fuck that. That's not how movies work. No, I'm that's not, not how this not goes. waiting in line to do that. I'm but just going to go. To open the, another uh, register then. Yeah. I need you to open another register then for me to go to. Because there was 100 people, one register open. Just It was literally around the, like out of a movie. On a Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Can't have What are we doing? What is going on? Just get the robots to do it. Wow. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk sports. Anyways, I would recommend, if you're not a horror person, to not watch horror movies. No. Sure. Unless it's your wife's birthday and she would like to go watch yeah. a movie, any movie, what movie. That's fine. Nope is available. Let's watch it. With that being said, I slept just fine. Good. Put the blinders down. Slept just fine. Okay. <laughs> Didn't get me. Happy birthday, my wife. Let's move on. Maybe for the last time until March. Whoa. How about that? What is about to happen might be the last time said type of thing happens until March. We're about to talk basketball. Here we go. There's a lot of chatter around basketball right now. And is it about the sport? Maybe, because that will ultimately be affected in the end by all the chatter that's currently happening. But who's going to go where? Big time trades potentially on deck. Mm. The senior NBA insider for The Athletic in the Stadium, the man who is our friend of the program in the NBA world, the best association insider that the association has, ladies and gentlemen, Sean Sharon. Hey, Pat, Pat, it's been a while. I know. We miss you, man. Been we, a while. We miss you. The the problem we're having here, Shams, and I want to tell you, I know your world's heating up probably a little bit with the offseason and trades and shit like that. 
There's four NFL teams in training camp already. Yeah, 28 coming tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, there's a, our basketball conversation is going to, you know, it already, it's going to get even more. We're going to miss it's the, the shit. It's the dog days of the summer. I mean, we honestly, this should, we shouldn't have this to talk about, right? But we do. This Kevin Durant situation, the Donovan Mitchell situation. These are topics that maybe a month ago, like we probably didn't foresee coming. And this was, this is supposed, without these two issues, you know, unresolved before training camp in two months, there's not much going on right now. Like it's pretty okay. dead in the offseason, which right, is not par for yeah. the court. Like right, now's a period where executives, players, they all start traveling. You've got people oh. going to all types of different continents and, you know, tropical islands and, and, you know, but there is this big Kevin Durant domino and there's the Donovan Mitchell domino, Jalen Brown's being thrown into the Kevin Durant domino. So, it shouldn't be like this right now, but it is, and so we're here to talk about it. All always. right. Well, we appreciate you joining us. Let's dive into it. We thought maybe we were the only Stooges that didn't know basketball news happens. It's ha- I'm happy to hear that the senior insider for it mm-hmm. says nothing's supposed to be cooking right now. Let's take it one by one here. Uh, the Kevin Durant thing. He asked for his uh, release or to be traded with like four or five years left on his deal. One day after Kyrie Irving opted back in to play for the Nets, that was a bunch of drama, but you came on and said, not really, like Kevin Durant's thinking for himself, Kyrie's thinking for himself, they got to figure it out. Now, allegedly, the Celtics are in the mix, and then Windhorse came out today and said, hey, there is no active conversations happening with the Nets right now, and I think you reported a week ago that the Nets are ready to go to the season with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, both of whom have already asked for a trade. Where are we with the Kevin Durant situation? Are the Celtics getting Kevin Durant? And is anything going to take place, you think, in the next couple weeks? You know, I think a trade is going to take time to develop. Um, you know, I think there was, as I reported this morning, there were there was an offer made. There was a rejection of that offer and there were was a counter of what you know possibly it could take to go get a guy like Kevin Durant and so you know yes Boston is a serious threat to go get Kevin Durant because they have the pieces you know when you look around the roster Brad no, Stevens, you don't want him the, yeah. in that oh, organization, Danny Ainge brought a lot of these guys in they have the pieces that it takes to go get Kevin Durant probably more so than any other team you know we talk about Miami we talk about Toronto we talk about uh, Phoenix, Phoenix is all but eliminated uh, from everything I'm told and just looking at the roster from going to get Kevin Durant because they're not able to use DeAndre Ayton even as a trade chip anymore. They have Louis McHale, Bridges, Cam Johnson, and a bunch of draft picks. But Brooklyn has made it clear we want all-star caliber players. Then you look at Toronto. You know, maybe you have something around Pascal Siakam, Ojeana Nubi, yeah. but Brooklyn is insistent on wanting Scotty Barnes. And as of right now, Toronto's not willing to move Scotty Barnes. And then Miami. Miami does have Bam Adebayo, who would be very, very appealing in a trade for Kevin Durant. But Brooklyn can't add Bam Adebayo because both Bam and Ben Simmons are on designated rookie max extensions. So when you sign that five-year rookie max extension, you can't have two of those guys on the same team together. So Brooklyn would have to then find a trade for Ben Simmons out, bring Bam in. It's just complicated. And then also, if you're Miami, do you want to bring in Kevin Durant to a team that, you know, has Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, you know, will be very competitive. But you want Kevin Durant to play with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, not not him maybe maybe well, making you guys slightly better. Like, any team that's bringing Kevin Durant, that's you want them – uh, you want him to take you to that here. next level. So, uh, yes, they're, <laughs> they're having conversations. I, I don't think it's anything that's imminent. I don't think this is something that, that – 
you know, we need to keep an eye on as far as actually a deal going down in, in the next week or two. Again, these things can all change really quickly. Yeah. Trade talks can move from, you know, pretty standstill as it is right now to heating up in, in a matter of moments. But it's as Kevin of right Dur- now, this is to me going to take some time to develop. Kevin Durant's still going to push for a trade. He hasn't cooled off of that. And what are we doing with Kyrie Irving then? So Kevin Durant has not, you know, everything I've been told has not relented off of that trade demand. And so honestly, I was in Vegas for NBA Summer League and there were even some people there, you know, executives, you know, other people around the league talking about, you know, what happens if this situation goes into training camp? Does Kevin Durant, you know, how does he handle that? Does he not show up? Does he show up and, you know, and and be disgruntled the whole time? Does he recommit? Uh, I think the recommitting part is 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 not right now anything that's even in, in in I think an option right now. But Brooklyn right now is in a position where they have set a high price threshold, and at the end of the day, Kevin Durant is under contract for four more years. So if whether it's Boston, whoever it is, if if that trade demand is if that request isn't met for how much you know they're asking for you know and it's a lot they want all-star caliber players they want draft picks they want high-level rotation players that asking price isn't met and brooklyn just (laughs) takes it into training camp theoretically kevin durant would have to make a decision you're either going to show up or you're not and so um i think that's a position that you know we're looking at two weeks there's no trade deadline right now right like we're in the off season there's no trade deadline the only thing that could even come close to a trade deadline is that september 26th ish uh training camp opens shams you're thinking the brooklyn nets are saying hey we're still trying to win one ace we're still trying to win yeah a and, bunch and, of these. and, what, and that goes to your kyrie irving question which i didn't you know answer there's so much to talk about here but no, kyrie no, irving he opted in with the full intent of playing out next season as a brooklyn net to you know, from everything yeah. you know from everything i've been told the, Get in his mind he's playing next year in brooklyn with or without Kevin Durant in a lot of ways. And I think oh. both, uh, Kyrie Irving opted in. I think there was an understanding that, you know, he was going to make the best decision for himself. And Kevin Durant, on the other hand, is obviously making his his decision as well. But, um, you know, from everything I've been told, Kyrie Irving has, you know, made his intent. He wants to play out next season in Brooklyn. He'll be an unrestricted free agent next summer. But, again, that doesn't stop. If, if Brooklyn does manage to find a deal for Kevin Durant before the season – could they then look to pivot and move Kyrie Irving? I mean, for sure, anything is possible. The the, the price tag on a move like that would probably be, you know, first round pick or, or multiple, you know, first round pick type assets. I don't think they're just going to be giving away Kyrie Irving for, you know, a second rounder. Uh, or has two. Kyrie tried to have Kyrie and Ben Simmons? Obviously, if Ben can walk, have they tried to recruit Kevin Durant back to the Nets, or how does that operate? Well, I, I, I that part is unclear. I haven't been told one way or the other on Get that. Get to part. it, Sean. But but what I what I will say, I mean, it's it's clear. I think the way this offseason is going, you know that 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 Kevin Durant he made his he made this decision to request a trade, and and I think Brooklyn has been willing and open to talking to teams: Phoenix, Toronto, Miami, now Boston. There have been teams that have put offers stuck. at least on the table. Yeah, no, but in the title. There's a sky high asking price, and until that's met, Brooklyn yeah. does have an amount yeah. of you know they they have some level of control here. They don't have to trade Kevin Durant, but Boston does have an opportunity here to to, to meet the price <laughs> price threshold. Okay, and I was oh, in yeah. Boston on Friday at TD Garden, currently under some renovations. Oh yeah, oh. 
Uh huh. The Garden Towers. Hey. I wonder why. I, I don't know. If, is that because of you? They want to make sure the next time you're in town, it's prepared. Yeah. Is that? Oh, is that, yeah. is that why? I don't know. A lot happened there. <laughs> a lot happened at TD Garden on Friday, and it was not easy to navigate back behind the because there's a bunch of shit shut oh, yeah. down. But that crowd was so loud. Mm-hmm. And you look up and it's just fucking banners everywhere. Sean's, over. Literally, we were at a commercial break one time and I just leaned my chair back and I looked up and I'm like, oh, fuck, I completely forgot. There is <laughs> banners everywhere up there. Uh-huh. And then there's a couple bees for the Bruins have a couple mm-hmm. up there. But that Celtics organization, always going to be trying to win. They get Kevin Durant, they win. Who, Durant and Tatum? Is that what it would uh-huh. be? I mean, listen, if you're able to get Kevin Durant uh, on, on this roster and keep Jason Tatum, keep Marcus Smart, yeah. keep Robert Williams, yeah. of course, that would be the most ideal circumstance, right? But again, you, you, the wild card is what is Brooklyn, what's their threshold? Is the price going to come down at all? And if it stays the same, push is going to come to shove. And either Boston's going to keep with the roster that they have into the season, Brooklyn's going to do the same, what dynamics play out between them and, and Kevin Durant. But yeah, I mean, Boston as a city, as a franchise, they are, you know, up there with the, the Lakers, it with was awesome. the Bulls. There's you a know, lot you, of fucking When you talk about the, the, the biggest marquee franchise. It literally looked like the night before Halloween when people go through a toilet paper on oh, people's uh-huh. shirt. Yeah. That's just what it looked like with just fucking banners everywhere. I'm like, oh my God, they're running out of room up there. Actually. For fucking banners. It is. Legendary. We appreciate you, Shams. Connor, your question? Yeah, Shams, what's the deal with Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz? Are the Jazz going full rebuild here? And, you know, you said the Nets are asking for, like, superstar talent for KD. Is that what the Jazz are doing, or do they just want, like, 15 first-round picks for the next five years? Yeah, I think I think the, the Jazz asking price is more. We already saw them set the market, right, with the Rudy Gobert trade. They got four first-round picks, basically five, because they got Walker Kessler, who was the first-round pick this year from Minnesota, and then they got a draft swap. And then they got, you know, they, they got some players in that trade. Jared Vanderbilt, Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley. Uh, but no, you know, borderline all-star, right? Like when we talk about Jalen Brown in this circumstance, that's an all-star player. So I think I think what you're seeing out of Utah is if you move a guy like Donovan Mitchell, probably try to extract as many draft assets as you possibly can. And New York is the one team that has the most first-round picks, eight first-round picks, four of their own, four from other teams that they can trade – in a deal, and they have young players. When you talk about Quentin Grimes, Obi Top, and Emmanuel, quickly, uh, there is a deal pathway there for them. But as of right now, from everything I've been told, talks have gone slowly, and the sides aren't really close to an agreement. And again, these things can change. So it good. Could, it could, it, by snap of a finger, a few days, next week, something could happen. Uh, but as of right now, uh, you know the sides aren't really close to something. But again, this is the part of the offseason where it's the dog days. Oh. And also, oh, yeah. if you're no. the Knicks or no. if you're Boston or if you're any of these teams trying to get a Kevin Durant, a Donovan Mitchell, do you put your best foot forward, your best offer on the table now? Do you wait closer to September? Um, I think those are all like, you know, this is a game of chess. This is a, a strategic game that, that we're going to oh. be seeing between now and the start of training camp. But I think I would keep an eye on New York for Donovan Mitchell. There are other teams that are, that are involved. Miami, Toronto, uh, Washington, Charlotte, Sacramento, Memphis. Atlanta. Um, so th- there is a market for Sean Donovan Mitchell. Uh, speaking of dogs, go ahead, Ty. Yeah, Sean, should we be expecting anything to happen with Russell Westbrook? Because it seems like we hear that the big three over there are like jacked up to play with each other and try to make things work, and then they're actively shopping Russell Westbrook, and no one wants to take his salary. Like, is he going to be a Laker next year, or is he maybe going to be a Pacer? I mean, the, the yeah, I mean, there's definitely a possibility that he's a Laker. But you know, when you look at the marketplace, he's been discussed in Utah and New York. 
in Indiana. Um, I, I think I think if you're able to upgrade the roster and get multiple, you know, rotational players, um, I think if you're able to get a, go get a Kyrie Irving, you know, at the end of the day, you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis on this team. You want to upgrade the roster. So if there's an avenue to go upgrade the roster, I think they're gonna, you know, I think the Lakers will look at it. And so I I, I don't think anything is really imminent there. I think it's gonna take time. Uh, you know, whether it's a few weeks, a month, etc. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's clear, given that there have been conversations that have taken place, that there's at least some level of an appetite to improve the roster. I can't believe Westbrook's coming to Indiana. I That's know. crazy. That's crazy. Cool. Come on, Brody. We'll love you here, pal. Yeah. What do you say? Good hard basketball. As of right now, that deal is uh, is is not fluid. That, oh. I would not. Well, you said anything right now. It's kind of dead. You said Kyrie's going to play for the Nets, and then two minutes later, you said, "Look hey, for Kyrie, maybe Lakers." Ooh. I mean, Shams, what do we know? Nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's a possibility he stays with the Lakers, uh. but. There are conversations when you look at Utah, <laughs> New York. There are teams that they are discussing potential frameworks with. All right. Well, keep us updated, will you? We'll follow along at your Twitter, at Sean Sharoya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're an absolute stallion in the insider mm-hmm. game, and we appreciate you battling through the dog days of summer here for us, pal. Pat, appreciate you guys. Talk soon. How do you feel about, like, the uh... – you know, the source off that's been going on, though, between you and uh, <laughs> others during this dog days of summer. It's Start pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Little yeah, I mean, I well, Pat, what do you think? I'd love to get your thoughts. Well, I enjoy, you know, the fact that Sean Shawnee spends 20 to 21 hours a day <laughs> uh-huh. on his phone. That's right. That's right. And Shams has won, what, last year's trade deadline, yeah. draft, mm-hmm. trade deadline again. Yeah. Yeah. So, Checks I mean, in the mail. Checks th- in the mail. Three in a row. No, you are. You're you're hitting right now. You are hitting at a higher clip, I think, than anybody else. So whenever people are coming to check your sources all the time, it feels like that has to be a compliment. I assume you take that as a compliment these days. I mean, listen. Anything that you gassing me up like this, I appreciate you, Pat. The feeling is mutual. Thank you. This fucking guy. Thanks, Shams. Baby Shams. All right, so what did we learn? Nothing. Nope. Oh, what do you mean? What's K- that all about? Katie's coming to Boston. You I hear that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Definitely. Maybe like that. Yeah, they do, like though. That. Like, that news comes out, and it's like, they it's framed that it's imminent, and that it's new all of a sudden, and that it could be happening within the next week, and then now it's basically like, oh, yeah, it, it might could, do it in maybe. September. Who hey, knows? Pacers, maybe. Yeah. That seems to not be fluid, but hey, NBA. Toronto. Could you New happen? York. Uh-huh. Miami. What was that one team going to offer up? 45 uh, draft picks? Yeah. yeah. All right, we give you four or five draft picks. You can draft your team seven different times if you'd like. Uh, we just need uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, simple. Sounds good. Can I say He's something crazy? Absolutely. Okay, so Celtics just got to the finals. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty average, mm-hmm. I guess. What yeah. happens if you trade for KD, you give up some pieces, and in a year he's like, nah, I don't want to be here anymore. Well, I think a lot of teams probably think about that. That's why Adam Silver came out and said that uh, we're going to we, – we do not condone or like guys leaving their contracts early. We're going to try to figure that out. And we all immediately said, impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You're going to tell mm-hmm. people they can't say they want to be traded? Nope. Yep, can't do it. All right, well, their hamstring hurts for the next uh, month until you trade them to Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. that's literally what James Harden did. Mm-hmm. Oh, before that, by the way, when he was in Houston, eh, yeah, I don't want to play. I'm just going to go to the strip club yeah, every night. <laughs> Gain 50 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Kyrie, the whole, I mean, there's just, if, if somebody wants to move, especially in a sport that is dependent upon their superstars, which the NBA 1 million percent is, oh, yeah. they're going to be able to move however they want. The Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Durant situation is um, obviously such conversation started because he is a dog. Yeah. And exactly. he does not care. 
and he uh, not care. He cares about, I believe, his legacy. I think he cares about how good he is at basketball. Yeah. I think he cares about what people he likes thinks about him. But other than that, everybody can fucking fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that is why it draws the reaction it does. And also, he's what top three player in the world at all times. Yeah, right. In everybody's mm-hmm. uh, conversation. Well, and now Jalen Brown's already tweeted, you know, SMH shaking my head. So I assume that he's kind of already felt disrespected. You might as well just, you know, rip the Band-Aid off, send him packing. Well, I-Y-K-Y-K. Exactly. Mm-hmm. L-O-L. Bingo. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Raffle. Y-K. Mm-hmm. He said shaking my head. SMH. Wow. Yeah. SMDH after no, that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did he do an S S my D too? I don't know if he did S my D, S M H B A or B S Brad Stevens, but I think he's just at this point kind of just disrespected. Did he do the mind blow emoji too? No, I think he did the one where the guy's like pissed off, like you know the demon one. Oh, he did the purple one. Pissed off, purple one. Yeah, that's Lamar. Yeah, exactly. Lamar's the demon. Entering goblin mode. They just opened up some uh, cap space. Yeah, they did. The Ravens did. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Why? Is that because training camp oh. starts tomorrow and they're looking into it? Or is it because there was, a, you know, kind of um, a bottom set for what quarterback market's going to look like whenever it goes from Deshaun Watson making 230 guaranteed, Kyler Murray making 160 guaranteed mm-hmm. with 230.5 in totals? Mm-hmm. So now does Lamar go in to the Ravens, who have been waiting on him to come in and negotiate, if you listen to everything that's been said publicly, although Lamar has not spoken about it? No. So Lamar does his business. Lamar has not spoken about his business. Other than a couple pictures he put up there, uh, the Ravens have had to speak about it because they get asked about it. Mm-hmm. And they've said, hey, when Lamar comes in, we'll then do the negotiation. Was Lamar waiting for another contract to get done? Or is Lamar saying... I'm about to fucking go handle business this year. And that 230 is everybody's going to be hoping and wishing that it was 230 in the Baltimore Ravens organization. I'm going for 250 because with LeBron James, he said he cares about championships and being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. This man is betting on himself. I wonder what Baltimore Ravens will end up doing there. He did report early. Lamar went last week. They weren't doing camp till tomorrow. And he's been there for a couple of days. Maybe they're talking. No, maybe they're talking. Maybe big trust is about to have a big fucking year. Yeah. Maybe well, that's what Lamar Jackson's thinking. And about. I assume he knows too. Like, there's no, if he was waiting for the Kyler deal, like, he knows there's no way. What are they going to give him less than what Kyler got? Like, he's won an MVP. He's been more successful in the playoffs. Like, well, he retweeted, quote tweeted somebody or liked a tweet. Somebody Somebody said, got to give uh, him 230 plus, plus, plus. Yeah. Something like that. I think he reads with him. I'm like, I like what Lamar's doing right now. Yeah. He puts up a grill that says, I need cash. Takes that down the whole world. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Another contract comes up. Somebody else says something. And Lamar's like, yep, yep, I like what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and put that on the public. And to be honest, he, I think he could ask for whatever he wanted. And everybody would be like, yep, warranted. After that $230 million guaranteed was given to Sean Watson, I think anything that the quarterback gets from this point forward from their own fan base will be like, Warranted. Yeah. We saw what happened there, especially with how good Lamar Jackson is. Well, and the market's only going up. Like, if you're Baltimore and you think that the next deal for someone's going to be anywhere below Kyler, like, it, it's not, right? Like, Herbert and Burrow and no, obviously No, no, yeah. It's all, it's all good. It's all yeah. going up. So you might as well get it done now before, you know, Herbert or Burrow sign for 300 or 275, and then they got to do that with Lamar. This is just like the Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott did not have an MVP, did not have all the accolades that Lamar had at the time, but he is certainly taking Dallas – to a different level and successful, he could have got a deal done. I think Jerry chose not to give him a deal. They yeah. they said we're we're working on we like, we just want to win some games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just want to win some games. We actually got a peek inside how Jerry Jones <laughs> yeah. does a little yeah. bit of business mm-hmm. from um, Tony Romo's football life, mm-hmm. where 
Jerry Jones, Bill Parcells, Big Tuna, and Tony Romo shared a story about a situation. And for those who are wondering why players, okay, ex-players, whenever they're speaking about the NFL, it is a game. It is certainly a game. But this motherfucker should be viewed as a business. And whenever you hear players are taking care of business, you can't blame them because this story got uh, put out as like a good story. Listen to what Romo and Bill Parcells did to Tony Romo moments before he became their starting quarterback, basically. Before the game, you go out and you warm up for an hour, and I come in, and all of a sudden, one of the coaches says, hey, uh, Coach Parcells wants to see you in the coach's office. And so I'm like, okay, that's different. Bill and I got him in a little old room, like a closet almost. Oh, fuck Jerry's like, Tony, come on, sit down right here. And Bill's sitting there with a little bit of a scowl on his face. Put this chair in. Right when I'm about to sit down, they kind of pull the chair in. So now it's like all three of our knees are touching right next to each other. And I had both my feet kind of on his toes. And Bill me? was sitting there almost a half an inch from his ear. It's about the most intimidated I've ever been in any sort of a setting in your life. Standard so we business. were squeezing him a little bit to... To sign the deal. Bill says, you know, I can't play today. I can't play today. I mean, you just you're, we don't gonna, we're not going to showcase you for the rest of the league. You out there, you play well. And, you know, you're a free agent this year, and you're going to go play somewhere else. I'm, I'm not going to let you play today unless you're going to sign this contract that we offered you. He was so composed. He was so good. And he looked me in the eye, and he said, I'm going to get to play when you've got an investment in me. The one you've proposed doesn't really make the kind of investment in me that I think will get on the field. I need to get on the field. And so Jerry looks over at Bill, and they look at each other, and they're like, okay, I think we're going to do the contract that you want. And I was like, okay. I shook his hand and said, that's done. He walked out of that door, and Bill jumps up and grabs me and said, we've got us a quarterback. said, man, did you see that composure under this kind of pressure? Did you see that? (laughs) We were fucking putting him under the gun there. We're stepping on his goddamn toes. You were whispering in his damn ear. We tried to get him to sign a terrible deal, and he just sat in here, and he took it. And that's a great point by Tony Romo. Hey, you'll put me on the field whenever you feel like you have to put me on the field by how much you're paying me. Tony Romo would go on to talk to Graham Benzinger uh, about that story a little bit more. And the way he laid it out is he was on the rookie men at the time, which was $250,000. They were trying to get him to uh, take a $500,000 per year uh, contract, basically, to become the starter. This is the day he's about to become the starter from being a backup quarterback to becoming the starter and it ended up being two million a year uh, for that particular deal so 4x Tony Romo was able to get it under pressure in the pocket in that little tiny little closet that they were trying to bully him so good on Tony Romo but also you got to respect the business from Jerry and from Parcells but whenever you hear a player go like no I got to get as much money as I can it's because that shit's happening you think Jerry Jones gave a fuck about how much money Tony Romo was thinking about going into that meeting no way Bill and Jerry wanted him to sign for 500 grand you'll be a starter for the Cowboys and you'll be severely underpaid versus everybody else Tony Romo sat in there did a little negotiation back got a good deal moved forward and now they laugh about it but Jesus think about the intent of what that meeting was and now ask yourself I wonder why players are always trying to get as much money as possible it's like well they've been told that story times 10 that one just made it out about a starting quarterback 
I would love to hear some of the stories from other guys that are like second string D linemen mm-hmm. or linebackers the deal that they were offered maybe to go on to IR or anything like that it is a business and it needs to be viewed as such by everybody even though the game that we love and everybody played as kids is still at the core of it all yeah it's insane even to think now like that a quarterback was Two million. proposed but even proposed a $500,000 salary Jeez. and that was something like written down obviously two million is nothing too but was the he wasn't a first round pick right no Draft. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. So. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars is just rookie men at the time. Now it's like four twenty or something like that. But Jerry Jones, one of the businessmen that has risen in or sorry, rose the NFL. Risen. He has risen the NFL's yeah. worth. Raised. raised the NFL's Yeah. Raised. He's one of the reasons why, because of the way he does business. Mm-hmm. I think everybody talks about him being a leader in the owner's community. It's because, did you hear what he just tried to? Yeah. Think about the TV people going into meeting with Jerry Jones, by the way. Think about TV people. Hey, why don't you come yeah, on into this closet here? Yeah. Yeah, this is my office here. Yeah, I really <laughs> like it. Turn those lights off, please. Spotlight on. Hello, Apple. You want to get in the fucking Sunday ticket game, do you? Yeah. We want two and a half billion dollars. And that Apple person with the lights on never met somebody from the sports world. Excuse me? It used to be a billion. Wasn't it a billion? <laughs> yeah, we're thinking two and a half billion is what we're thinking. Uh, wasn't fucking DirecTV saying they were losing $500 million a year with Sunday ticket? That, that's their fault. They're bad, you bad business. We don't want to get in the business. You're yeah, yeah. bad business. That's why we got out of there. Just think about those negotiations now that you've heard what happens with a quarterback for the starting program. I couldn't even imagine happening everywhere else. And that's why the NFL gets... $110 billion for 11 years, minus the Sunday ticket rights that are about to come for two and a half bill a year, allegedly. Two and a half bill Absurd. a year. With YouTube getting in, uh, Google getting in for YouTube TV or YouTube, and also Apple getting in. And they have a never-ending supply of cash, these companies. The NFL knows that. They're the only show in town. Who will they get the next bucket from? Who will come into an office in which Jerry will be stepping on their shoes, mm-hmm. asking them, you won't get in business with the NFL, do you? We'll fucking see, pal, won't we? That really does make you think. Because I, 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 I assume that that's not that common. Like, playing on a guy's emotions like that right before he's about to start. Yeah. Like, they a thousand percent were trying to fuck him over. Like, hey, he's got he's to worry about the game. Maybe we bring him in here and, and we, oh, get, yeah, him, we, get, yeah, oh, we yes. get him for nickels on the dollar. Like, oh, I, yes. I can't imagine that 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 happens very often although with jerry uh, maybe it does oh you i feel like it happens really I mean, yeah like a with like a no like in I with mean, a quarterback not gonna happen yeah exactly oh, yeah. Like, quarterback not gonna happen and i think game day negotiations i don't think i've heard that, that's what i'm saying it's crazy on a like, game day but like saturday right you're like hey you want to be up on the roster or down hey are you willing to take this to go become an active member of the 53 whoever gets this role probably not going to play tomorrow anyways but would you take this deal instead of this deal which the person next to you might take like the amount of that type of shit just it's a business you have to respect the way everybody does their business but we have to remember a lot of money on the line and the people that are handing out the money only have a bank account that's growing and growing as the day goes on, and they know it. I kind of felt like Romo was in an interrogation. He should have just been like, lawyer. Yeah, I would like to speak to my yeah. lawyer. Where's my turn? Uh, by the way, he did his own deal. I like that yeah. even more. Let's get to a break. Uh, we'll wrap up hour one here with some five energy phone calls. Shout out to Reddit for finding that clip. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. Inevitably from NFL Films, but NFL Reddit found that thing, ran that thing. And everybody's like, look at this. It's like, I respect the way they, they did that, but also like from a player standpoint. It's hard to blame kind guys. Uh, yeah. It's hard to blame guys when you're like, I don't trust anybody. I fucking need to get all the money I can. It's like, yep, here's mm-hmm. why. And those horror stories are told by older veterans in the locker room to younger guys in the locker room. Normally the rookies, second-year guys, 
They have no idea. Once you go through a negotiation and a conversation, and you're the you're the uh, thing on the table at Pawn Stars being talked about, it's hard not to get super jaded. You just gotta hope you get past it and get enough dollars that you can just be like, all right, I don't fucking hate this person as much as I should. I wasn't able to do it. Let's ride. That's on me. Oh, that's what you're I kind of stepped on a ride. I was going to say we're back chit-chatting about sports, and then, you know, I was hoping that the Let's Ride would come in afterwards, but I grossly underestimated the amount of time that we had left in that open. <laughs> That's 100% on me because there's a lot going on. Yeah. Teams are checking in training camp. What's that mean? Oh, we might get some initial glimpses at some players and in some new places. You know, Devontae Adams looked awesome in that Raiders oh, gear. Yeah. We got some quotes out of him. Derek Carr looks fantastic. Yeah. Obviously, the, Ra- or the Jaguars already in training camp. And the thing coming out of there? ETN was asking Trevor Lawrence questions at the press conference. Ah, The team's coming together. You know, it's a different Jags this year with a Super Bowl champion head coach and a little bit more of a professional operation. Obviously, the Bills and the Rams already in training camp because they kick off the NFL season on Thursday, so they had a couple day head start over everybody else. 28 more teams start training camp tomorrow. We are officially in NFL season. We will hype this up for a day or two, then we will be bored. Then a preseason game will come in the form of a Hall of Fame game. We will watch two or three drives of that, and then we'll say, oh, this is not NFL football. This is more Canadian football, XFL football. I don't know any of these players. We'll get through the first week of preseason. We'll be bored with it again. And then the regular season is right around the bend. At Boston Connor, how many days till kickoff? 45 days till NFL kickoff, Pat. Wow. That's nothing. And we can do 45 days. Two weeks from tomorrow, too. I feel like sometimes we build this up. I think more so than anywhere near any season than this one. I mean, MCDC and the Lions on hard. Knox is going to be primetime television every Tuesday. They're visiting the Colts. I mean, it's going to be a fantastic time. We have survived the offseason at Ty Schmidt. You have survived being a father thus far? Hell yeah. Yep. Thriving and surviving. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, happy Father's Day. Thank happy you. Father's Day, Ty. It's coming up. Father's Day. A couple months. <laughs> yeah, a couple, nine, ten months. About a year. <laughs> At Tone Diggs, uh, obviously, one half of the hammer. Dan Cowboys, absolute stallion. Great to see you. Let's talk um, about a guy who, uh, I believe, baptized one of his children in the Lourdes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know, he's this man's Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. college football national champion. Wow. A Ryder Cup champion. Yeah. COVID survivor. Private plane survivor, Whoa. motivational speaker, yes. cigar extraordinaire. What? This guy is one with the Lord. Yeah. This guy this weekend took some of the Lord's water out of the Lord O and put that on his baby and said, Jesus save you. Mm-hmm. Not only him, Jack Johnson and many others of his family, which are an elite bunch of athletes at the top oh, yeah. of their craft all over there in Columbus, Ohio, the home of the Ohio State. Ladies and gentlemen, the face of Ohio, the God's number one guy, A.J. Hawk. Yeah. A.J. Oh. How you guys doing? You all right? Baptisms out of Lordo? Holy shit. What is this? That was this? a week ago, yeah. That was a week ago. How come it just got out the other day? I thought you guys were yeah. spending extra yeah. time with Lordo for the Lordo, you know? No, he had 24 hours. I told you, we, he, we did the whole thing, the, the beer drinking Saturday night, and then right. the right. baptism was Sunday morning, and then they had to take the cup by noon. So that was your, your that was a baptism right there, or no? That is a baptism. That is not my child. I am the, the godfather. That's my niece right there. Oh, you are the godfather? Hell yeah. Yep. Wow. So you got the godfather, you got Lordo, then you got this preacher. Go Dog. back, please. Go back to that previous photo you got the pastor preacher here yep he's representative of god and then god's water on the forehead and what's that mean 
I guess that's the they the holy water they put in the cup. I guess. So what's that mean though? What's about uh, what are you? Why are you trying to? Why are you coming to me for details on this? You're the Godfather. Come You're on, there. Jay. I'm just wondering what my business. I'm just wondering what this is. Like what? This is like uh, baptism is a big day, right? This is oh, a yeah. day. Oh, yeah. This is a big moment, right, for a lot of uh, yeah. religious folks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone does it at different times. People that do baptize their kids, I guess. Uh, it just timed up perfectly for for Jack's three kids here. Okay, so full congregation outside here from where the cameras are taking the photos at. Yeah, I mean, it's during a church service, like at the end of the service. They brought them in and we did it. Is everybody in there offered up some Lordo baptism if they want, or is it just by request only? No, I think they had to schedule this beforehand. It's not like, hey, who wants to get baptized? Come on up here. Okay, so it's not like the Christ no. checks thing. No, 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 no. That's not what this is. No. The what? Huh? The ball. Communion. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, communion. It's not communion, no. Okay, so I didn't know if this was like the vino, the wine, and uh, the carb that no. goes there. Yes. This is something that is scheduled and set up. Correct. Right. Special mass. Mm -hmm. Got it. How many? Just one person blessed out of the Lordo? Uh, no, all three of his kids were this day. Oh, wow. So sweet. Is Brady, is Brady the other grandfather or godfather? You guys godfathers together? Yep, Brady's the uh, other godfather, and then Jack's uh, brother is the other godfather. Jake. Oh, my God. So... To put together a team, he said, listen, my godfathers are going to be able to fight everybody else's godfathers. Exactly. If we need to get in the end, it'll be a godfather scrap to the death. Is Fickle getting the next kid? You got Luke Fickle Ooh. getting the next kid uh, out of Jack Johnson's family? I, I don't know. Luke's got six kids, and they I wouldn't. I haven't seen most of them in a while. I wouldn't mess with any of them. That's awesome. I wish Luke's I was there. Old for school. That. Luke is old school Catholic, like everything all about. Like he's, yeah, his kids, his uh, oldest, I, I don't know where he's committed yet, but he's uh, a good football player. Have you gotten a text from Vrabel about you saying that you would take Fickle Ooh. over Vrabel any mm -hmm. day of the week if it was a battle to the death because Fickle has no idea how to die? <laughs> Surprisingly, I have not gotten Me a text yet from Vrabel. So neither. he's a little caught. I think he's. Probably a little busy putting his training camp schedule together. When he gets a free moment, I'm sure he'll reach out. Yeah, I thought that was going to be a much bigger thing, you know, over there in Ohio. But it feels like everybody just like, yep. Fickle. Fickle's that fucking yeah. <laughs> Fickle's a dog. Joining us now, speaking of training camp schedule and putting it together, four teams have already reported. Those teams, Jags, Raiders, they're in the Hall of Fame game. Bills, Rams, obviously they're the kickoff game for Thursday Night Football. There's 28 more teams checking into training camp tomorrow. So you got a lot of players contemplating whether or not they want to continue to play football today. Uh, happening, and then obviously packing up all your shit and going and diving into a six-month dedication and commitment that you probably won't see your family nearly as much as you have joining us to chit chat about all the stories going into training camp and what we should maybe keep an eye out for senior nfl insider for the nfl network and the league itself host of the weekly wrap up with rap sheet and friends he being rap sheet us being the friends ladies and gentlemen ian rapaport hey. what's up how are you pal what should we be keeping an eye out for this is a big day four teams in training camp 28 tomorrow a lot of guys may be retiring today ian what do you think i mean the nfl has a way of retiring guys for them. So if you're if you're at this point and all anyone's offering you is the minimum and you don't want to play for the minimum and that's not nothing's moving, like you're probably retiring. That's not what I'm talking about, Ian. I'm talking about people putting shit into bags going I don't want to fucking go to training camp. <laughs> I don't want to do that. There's a lot of, you know, that, that happens. You know, I don't know. I don't know how often actual retirements come from it. There was a couple of years, though, where there was some motivational speeches that had to be given to some veteran players about, hey, one more. Come on. <laughs> one more run. Let's do this. Uh, whenever you start thinking about the NFL as a whole, 
the outlying off-season conversations that are making their way into training camp. Let's start with the, one of the biggest ones. Lamar Jackson at camp early. He has obviously put out some things that would signal that he understands that there is money on the line. Where are the Ravens? Where's Lamar? Do you expect the deal to get done? Was he waiting on Curly, uh, Kyler? Or is he going to go play out an entire year here and bet on himself? Yeah, uh, so let's start with Lamar. First of all, showed up to training camp, looked good, looked big. Um I thought oh, yeah. at least, and you know, had, yeah, all jacked up and yeah, was yeah. not shy about sharing it on social media. What's up? And, uh, you know, to me, up, he does understand money is at stake. He knows what he's playing for, but I don't necessarily get the sense that that means anything is imminent, that he is definitely signing anything right now. I mean, everything I have heard is that he is more in it for the long haul rather than like right now. Have they negotiated um, it at all? I know they've talked. Has Lamar gone back and forth? I have not heard that they have. Now, the Ravens generally will keep things quiet, but usually we end up finding out. I have not heard that he has really gone back and forth and kind of been like, all right, well, you offer me this, I'll get you this. Now, you mentioned the Kyler contract. Um, you know, to me, that's the kind of commitment the Ravens would be willing to make Lamar and more. And it didn't sound like when they kind of made that, you know, sort of clear to him, like, hey, look, we – you're our franchise guy. Here's where franchise guys get paid. All that, like, it didn't sound like he really gave a lot back. Kind of strengthening the thought of like, maybe he's just gonna play this down the line go, and George. kind of see what happens. Let's go, Lamar. Yeah. Fucking hey, go Ian, get it, Lamar. We see, uh, we see the Raiders are out. They, you know, camp has started. Things seem to be very positive right now. Everybody feels pretty good about where they are. Do you think the Raiders? Is this a real thing? Are they going to be contenders for the Super Bowl this year? It seems like everything's kind of lining up to, to point in that direction. And what you just get a text for? <laughs> uh, actually, it was Palacero calling me, even though I'm in the middle of this. Why? I don't know, but oh. sometimes. Oh. They <laughs> talked about Jerry Jones negotiating earlier. Do not um, talk about that. Yeah, I, actually have to watch, I didn't get a chance to watch that. That sounds like it was pretty could be pretty interesting well i mean jerry jones said we invited tony romo into the smallest closet we could fucking find and i had bill parcells lean on his shoulder and i stepped on his toes and we said hey here's a fucking terrible deal but you want to be a starter for the cowboys and tony romo said not like that and he fucked us over we got he got 4x uh, what we thought and he became a starter. that's all she wrote the business Shrewd business of that story was why I think every player will view the NFL as a business as opposed to fans. But I like the fact that Tony Romo sat in the pocket and made it happen. Nonetheless, let's get back yes. to the subject okay. at hand, the um, Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, I think the Raiders are going to be good. I, I really do. I mean, I'm sort of thinking back. I remember the last time Josh McDaniels was a, a head coach and, you know, obviously it did not work out in Denver. But remember, they, they, they started so fast. I mean, this is a guy who is really, really good at designing an offense, making it tough to defend. He has got a very good quarterback. He's got one of the best receivers of this generation. And they got a team that made the playoffs last year. Now, I know that, you know, last year there was some – they were trailing a lot of the games. They made a lot of light, late field goals, all that. That's right. This looks like a team that should be really deep in the mix late in the season. I mean, they, there's a lot of hype around them. And as I kind of look at them, and I'll be stopping by – their training camp on August 1st, I think, or August oh, 2nd. Um, yeah, I got my schedule done. Pretty excited. You saw my um, Planet 13 out there in Vegas? Uh, I would say, since I don't know what that is, probably not. <laughs> it's a big weed store. You sell Check a bunch of weed, but I went there. Oh. I picked out four or five different strands. They had none of them. It's good coffee, though. <laughs> great coffee. Ooh. It's a so beautiful then, uh, store, though, the LED. Say, oh, I'd great. say probably, probably not. <laughs> 
would be my guess there. It's worth Probably. walking into like what the future is going to look like. It seems like that oh, store yeah. is very nice. They had no weed that I had asked for, but. No. And I was leaving town, so I couldn't do it. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. You're heading to the Raiders. Obviously, Devontae is going to be asked a lot of questions about his relationship with Carr and Aaron Rodgers. And obviously, there will be no yeah. real answers till the season starts. It's. I think everybody's kind of happy and pumped to get past all this shit that you're inevitably going to have to get past. Let's go to the Packers. Bakhtiari on the physically unable to perform list. He was out all last year. He played, what, against the Lions yep. in trash time. Then he didn't play in the playoffs. Had this entire offseason. Now he's on PUP to start training camp what does that mean and what has happened here is, is there more to the story to Bakhtiari's injury than any of us know it has it feels like it has to be well I mean look anytime a guy starts in the pup list it means that he's not physically able to play which means he has not passed a physical I think with Bakhtiari there's always going to be caution and I remember going back to last year you know there was definitely some people that thought like all right he's ready to play played against what, it was the Lions, right? Yes. Yeah. Late in the season. I'm and, all right, and then he just never felt comfortable and never really got back out there. I, I don't get the sense that there's like a major, major thing here. But until he gets out on the field and does it and then does it the next day, it's always going to be something watching, someone, something to watch. And like he is a, you know, talk about Devontae Adams being one of the best receivers of a generation. Bakhtiari may be the, you know, top two left tackle. He is a great player. Until he gets out there and is like, I'm good, stop asking, then it's going to be a little bit of a concern. But it's also worth noting that pup can be a precaution. It can be a, we're going to have a guy in a pup list for two days. We're going to make sure he's good on the field and can come back the next day, and then we're going to clear him. So there are going to be some of those. Ian, could you explain quick to what the pup list is, why teams have it to people that don't know? why they use Basically, it? yeah, what the pup list is, is it, gives teams the right to put a guy on an inactive list to start the season. So let's say you'll have like 10 players who haven't passed a physical, aren't like a thousand percent ready to practice. If they go out and practice when they're not quite ready and have a setback, they can't be, they have to count as a roster spot when the season begins. Basically what it does is it gives teams the right to have injured guys on the side, not counting on the active list, not counting against them. Once you activate a guy, then if he has a setback or has to have surgery or something, then you have to like put him on IR, something like that. So it basically allows you to put guys to the side until they're fully ready. It used to be six weeks mandatory, mm-hmm. right, on the PUP, and then they, you drop that off? They change it. Now it's four. I mean, they, they've done a lot of, I would say, player-friendly stuff with some of these lists and some of these rules. Some of it happened with covid but, like, it's getting easier for guys to get back on the field now um, rather than saying, hey, look, if you're on the pub list to start a season, you're out six games no matter what. Now it's a couple less, which some players will take advantage of that. So it's four? If you go on the pub, you're out four? four? Right. From the moment you go on or season? No, from you're out the first four weeks. Of the whole regular season? Of the regular season, yeah. So Bakhtiari is out? Yeah. So, no, 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 no. Once – now he reserves the right to miss the first four games. Uh, There's another deadline when the season begins. Like you are on the pup list to start the season, then you have to miss the first four games. So right now, what it means is not really much of anything, except he's just not going to be on the practice field day one. That's it. Sweet. What does NFL Plus mean to you? <laughs> 
hopefully more money for all of us. No. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Ian Rapport, um, Town of Truth for the first time on the show. <laughs> hey, everybody, let's clip that. Let's make sure everybody knows no, that. No, this no, is the no, first no. time Rapport has really showcased who Rapport is. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's hey, way right. to go. Thanks for Love being a human on the show. Love to see it. Thanks for being a human. I've showcased my shallow side plenty on this show. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. No, NFL Plus is going to be good. Um, it's going to give for people who like the all 22, the game pass, yep. that stuff. It's going to be available and a little bit cheaper. And it's going to have a lot of really cool extra football stuff. Might I find my way on NFL Plus to do a little more than I'm currently doing? Potentially. That would be oh, awesome. yeah. Also, Dog. if you like streaming games on your phone or, or iPad, you should also subscribe to this because you'll get to stream. Like I watch games, I don't know, half the time anyway. So Yeah, well, well it's great to hear you follow the product. Uh, is the NFL Plus Premium, is that the Rappaport package? That's where we'll get more mm-hmm. of you? Or is it in this uh, NFL Plus regular four ninety nine a month? Where does the Rappaport clause cut? Is it 10 bucks a month for Rappaport? 5 bucks a month? Or are you yeah, the- only on phone or tablet? Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now I would be in the uh, if I, you know, when I do start really contributing to that, I'll be in the 5 category. Um, but it's like, I would say if you want more Rappaport, like this is the product for you. Assuming they let me be on. All right. I'm sure the NFL is not happy about yeah, that. What? Uh, we're trying to make the NFL plus a desirable thing. And we got Rappaport out there saying, you want more? Me? That's pretty desirable. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're hundred percent right. One thing is like, there's not a lot of places I'm available. Um, so this will actually give a rare opportunity to have me speak about football. Yeah, it would be great to see the punditry of Ian Rapport, not just the insidery. And will you be like this, or will you be like NFL Network on NFL Plus? Hopefully more like this. Oh, hair down. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Do the whole thing. Chilling. That's what we're talking still, about. Still make up, but looking more relaxed. And this is the, the training camp polo. This is pretty. Uh, oh. Slow down, buddy. Wow. We're, we made it to the season. Yeah. It was you. 90 golf rounds in you got uh-huh. from Super Bowl till now. Now we're back in the, the grind. You're about to hit the road. We can't thank you enough. I know there's some questions from the boys. Go ahead, Ty. Rapshi, going back to the PUP thing, I saw that Christian Watson is also starting the year on the list for the Packers with that be something to be concerned about like is that something that they would have potentially known in the draft or is that just like some nagging thing you think that he got uh hurt while he was preparing to go to training camp right so my sense on that one is actually like a lot of the rookies so rookies don't go on pup they go on non-football injury even though it is a football injury it just wasn't an nfl injury um so that's what a lot of rookies go on i didn't get the sense anything is you know really troubling or worrisome i mean he recently signed his contract you need to pass a physical to sign your contract if it was anything long-term and concerning there might have been an issue there um so i didn't get the sense that's anything anything bad Uh, and there's you know there's there's a lot of guys on some lists now and i would say the amount of concern for many 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 of these guys is kind of like meh uh speaking of contracts mcveigh allegedly Turned down Amazon. Tone Diggs has a follow up. Yeah, I was. I thought we. I thought there was a report that he has a, had a new coaching deal, and then we were because we talked about like how much it must be or whatever because of him turning down it. He doesn't have a new contract. Uh, you're talking about McVeigh, right? Yeah. Uh, I would say he does not have a contract yet. What sometimes happens is the Rams. Uh, you know, they like to announce some things, and they like to uh, kind of do what the Rams do, which is a huge, cool production. And, you know, kind of like they did when they came out with that ridiculous movie trailer. 
I think everyone knows that Sean McVay and Lesney both have earned extensions. To me, it's more of a matter of like figuring out and finalizing and when it's all going to become official. I know, was it three or four years ago? They, they got announced- DocuSign now. You can just email. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can just email and sign it on your phone. You, yeah, no, I've done Doc. He's actually a great, it's a great product. You, you yeah. push the button and it like does a signature, yeah. which kind of looks like would be your signature. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you had to put it in there first. Yeah. Like you had to agree to that signature and then, then, it, saves then, it. then it saves it. Then you put it, it possible in. possible my wife did that? I have Probably. no recollection. Well, well, she does everything I mean, for you. In your particular so world, all yes. All your contracts are void. Now. That is certainly. Yeah. So you didn't sign then, any of those? That's Larry Hall, capital letters. Uh-huh. Wow. No, I, 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 I definitely did it myself. Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, might, might the Rams have some contract extensions to begin training camp? I think that's possible. They did it four years ago in a pretty cool announcement. So I would say that's something to look forward to. And, you know, my guess is McVay isn't turning down anything unless he knows there's some good things coming his way. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Rap Sheet, are you uh, nervous for any of the training camp visits this year after Vrabel almost stuffed yeah. you in a locker last year? And are you going to change your strategy when you're at some of these places? Uh, great question. Um, first of all, I'd like to tell you guys, I'm going to be visiting Indianapolis. Mm. You guys happen to be around. Oh yeah. Because the lions are coming. So you're trying to get on hard knocks. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll be the, I'll be there on back to football Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday. So if you guys are oh, available, SummerSlam. Um, SummerSlam. Rap- great Slam. timing. Rap- hey, yeah. Back to football Saturday. You want me to come on SummerSlam? No. I, I don't control. Actually, I don't know who, who you would even ask at this point for that. <laughs> I don't even know. With everything going on, I'm not even sure who would be the right person. It's funny that when, when Vince McMahon announces something, I'm like, is this real or fake? Yeah, like, me too. I was, I'm flying on a plane. I'm flying on a goddamn plane. Drop below 10,000 feet. You got no service. Nice slow landing, too. We, oh, we flew man. low for a long time. Jeez. Hit the ground. What the fuck? Who's gone? Who retired? When? Excuse what me. am I walking into right now? That's Friday, though. That's Anyways, I don't think you're getting invited to SummerSlam. So back to football yeah. Saturday. Is this Saturday? Uh, yes, it is this Saturday. Let's so go. every NFL team practice is pretty exciting. It's like 20 hours of coverage. It's crazy. But to answer your question, Jump. I have made a dramatic uh, alteration to the way I conduct myself on the practice field. Nice. First of all, I'll not be going to Tennessee. Not because of Rabel, but just no. No, Rabel and I are. No. I wouldn't say close. We're definitely friendly. I'm friendly know, with him. At least. I don't know if that's the case. He bullied you. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's I'm just, there's some mitigating factors. Anyway, um, yeah, like your I face. will not be dis- potentially. I will not be talking. I will not be having casual conversations with players who happen to be rehabbing injuries. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Despite the fact that they're on the field, even though they're riding a bike and even though they talk to me first, I've definitely learned my lesson there. Oh, yeah. They're, just throwing people no, I'm not under saying the bus. He was talking to me. F- anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not be doing that anymore because I don't want to get yelled at um, and then bounced from practice, so I've changed my ways. Aren't you going to, you're going to Green Bay to talk to Aaron about the way you've changed the way you uh, report contracts to, strictly for his contract, to you fit know, a narrative that you pitched? Unfortunately, Green Bay's also not on my list. No, God. Seems to be smart. You gotta Come be kidding. Seems to be smart. No, it's just it didn't fit in. Smart. You know, the travel's so tight. I got a good list, though. I got a good, good list of places, but Green Bay did not make the cut. 
AJ, hey, Ian, what, yeah, what about Baker? What, I saw Baker high five in the crowd. At, what, I don't know what was going on—a soccer match. What was happening there? How's he going to do in Carolina? And what is what's it going to look like when they open up practice? He's getting paid less than Sam. Just right. He he's getting paid less than Sam, but I, I, I don't know. Like that—that's going to be an interesting quarterback battle. And I know Sam that's knows it. the offense. He's kind of got a leg up and whatever. But it feels to me like when a team does everything they've done to trade for Baker, the actual money. To me, like how much actual money they're paying him doesn't matter. The fact that they got a good deal and that the Browns are paying a lot of the salary, I don't think that will alter things because clearly they knew that they needed to trade for him. And that, to me, sort of gives him a, like a real, real chance to win this thing. And if you're Baker, I know, like, I know players don't like giving up money and they almost never, <clears throat> almost never give up guaranteed money. Players don't like it. Nobody I kind of <laughs> liked it for Baker because he gave himself the opportunity to be a starter and to earn like in the 30s next year if he goes out and has the kind of year that he had two years ago. I think I love just, you know, players don't like giving up money. Nobody likes to give up money, Ian. Nobody. You know, no human likes to like give up money. money. Yeah, no human does. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody. Well, where's the money coming from, I guess? True. All right. Then, there's, plus. then that's, a, that's a whole new conversation. So we talked about Baker there. Him and Sam Darnold and boys were out throwing before training camp. Look like they're all getting along. That's great. I think a lot of us have forgot about the electricity that Baker Mayfield can bring to a place whenever all things are kind of t- – you got news? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, there's news oh, coming wow. today, though? I hope so. Is it about Jimmy G? Because I was about to ask you, what are, what's going on with Jimmy G? What do you – Tom ex- is just calling me. I, we need to be on the air. We have six minutes. What if he needs you to? Everyone's tell us. I I can see them. Hold on. Answer. I, it. I don't wanna... Give him an oil change. Answer. Yeah. Do you want me to answer it? Yeah. Let's see no, what the new. No, he's going to be like... annoying. No, no, no. No, no, no. He's not annoying. No, he would never do that. Yeah, do it. All right. Well, what's going on with Jimmy G? Does he know? Does he plugged in? Is that why he wants to help you with this answer? Is this tag team hawking animal? Ian and Tom. I doubt that. I doubt that. I mean, look, there's. That's one of the things we're, we're waiting on. I know he's not fully healthy, not fully cleared. Mid-August is the time for that. It would be real sort of odd a departure if a player didn't show up for training camp. So that's my guess as far as what's going to happen. Um, he's not going to show up? No, is. Is, is. Okay. okay. I'm saying it would be it would be a real departure. Because, like, I know OTAs and minicamps, whatever, but almost, almost always, 99.9% of the time, players show up for training camp. That's what I would expect. And then he'll be there, and he'll be on site, and they'll have a good look at him, and they'll sort of be, you know, eyes on him, ready to give him the full, full clearance. And then when that happens, you can see, like, where is going to be his eventual landing spot and when are they going to be able to trade him, which you know they would like to do. When they give him full clearance, will he work out with the Niners? I think he will. I just don't know how they're actually going to handle the reps because, you know, training camp practices are open to the public. So if he goes out there, oh, I got to say goodbye in a second. If he goes out there yeah, and puts yeah, on the up. show, everyone is going to be watching and taking notice. All right, I got to go do my real job. See you later. We appreciate you so much, Ian Rappaport. He's got a head, uh, literally, I think, at 33 or something like that on NFL Network. So let's make sure that son of a bitch doesn't say anything you didn't say here. Yep, yeah, exactly. probably will. Hey, Irby, let's get some eyes on NFL mm-hmm. Network. Turn it up. See what Ian Rappaport's breaking in there. He got a lot of news, I think, on his phones. Yeah. We have to react to it. The Jimmy G... Just because of what we have said about 
hey, if Trey's going to be the guy mm-hmm. and you got that whole team back that knows Jimmy as the guy, <laughs> loves Jimmy as the guy, which is not a knock on Jimmy, by the way. That's a good thing that Jimmy's that way. But isn't that kind of a distraction to what you – I don't know. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, and if Jimmy's rehabbing his arm, maybe – I mean, training camp practice is open. Jimmy's still rehabbing. He's not going to be running. He's not going to be running with the twos like 11 on 11. Is he? He'll probably be off on the side rehabbing. With the trainers. He'll probably put together workouts with the trainers on the other side. Probably have a couple wide receivers that are in practice squads standing in positions. Then those clips will be the ones that hit the uh, internet. Yep. And those will be the one that probably fodder the, the trade talk. But he's still going to be staying at the – the, do they go somewhere for training camp? They go to like dorms? Because Jimmy's still being around, right? I mean, yeah, and you give them like an open practice, and Trey Lance has what one or two bad, you know, drives, and they see Jimmy, you know, probably just making all the throws that his rehab is. That guy's Nona over there doesn't cook allegedly, but that fucking guy has great energy and is taking us to an NFC Championship Cup. That guy right there, (laughs) being a Super Bowl. But we also, what you need to know too is like we are forecasting how we're going to overreact when we see. Trey Lance throw his first pick, and Jimmy's like over his shoulder throwing rehab routes yeah. with the trainers. We're like, oh, well, here we go. They got, I guess they got to put Jimmy in now. Yeah, Jimmy's literally looking this way in the back, and it's like one of those portrait photos mm-hmm. that has like Trey Lance out of focus yeah. with like maybe his helmet off and his head down, and Jimmy standing in the back, like perfect up there throwing the ball. It'd be like, is this the scene that Niners fans were expecting for the first couple weeks at training camp? That's real. That could happen. It w- and I think Jimmy's so fucking good at the, you know, winning games, mm-hmm. leadership. I mean, there's obviously a lot of conversations on what he can and can't do, but they win. So what he can do is just do whatever the fuck it takes to win, which I think anybody is looking at. There's going to be a lot of conversation around that, especially because it feels like they've handed the crown to Trey already. Yeah. Right? yeah. They've already handed it. Hey, you're the guy. We need you to be the guy. Uh, King's going to be around a little bit. I mean, he, King's going to be hanging around a little bit. He is well-liked by everybody. He has great energy. He uh, he was actually in charge. Of, he was giving you homework assignments last year. But now it's your team. Trey, fucking take Come on. Trey, I just don't know how you expect a human to actually do that. But Lynch and Shanahan, much smarter than us when it comes to that, right? Yeah, and I think Jimmy doesn't want to be hanging out there either. Jimmy wants to go start somewhere and try to you know, give show everybody that he can be a starter in this league for a long time. I don't. I don't know how it plays out. I don't know how you bring him into camp. But obviously, you're not going to – if you haven't traded him by now, what's going to make somebody jump out and try to get him over the next five days? They're kind of, you know, it's a gift of being too talented, that roster. Mm-hmm. They, got, they got a guy that they want to start and another guy that can start anywhere. And it's like, how do we figure out this whole situation with the young guy, the future, our team, the present, now? How do we let this guy grow when we got a guy who's already been there, done that with basically everything back? It's just – I'll, it's a real the Debo situation. How do we use Debo? Mm-hmm. It's like a sociology experiment happening over there for the Niners, yeah. and it's they have so much talent in such a good team. They'll win games. It doesn't matter, I guess. It is at the SAP Performance Facility in Santa Clara, California. So I assume they're not traveling. They still stay in dorms or whatever or hotels. hotels. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if Trey too, unless could, the vets are allowed to go home, which would be a great. That'd be nice. That'd be very nice. Are more teams doing that now? I think yeah, more and more. I always felt good as, like, you know, an adult sleeping in a dorm room (laughs) with a really responsible other adult knocking on my door to make sure I'm in my room by 10 o'clock at night or whatever. I'm like, I saw you blacked out drunk just, what, two days ago? (laughs) Now you're checking my room. (laughs) 
All right, whatever. I'm all in. I got to do what I got to do. So they're at the uh, Performance Center, what you say? The yeah. SAP? SAP Performance Center in Santa Clara, California. Who knows? Let's get to a break. It's a normal facility, I think. Yeah. Probably. They stay at a hotel? I would assume, yeah. Maybe for like, what, two weeks, and then they all move out? Is that how it works usually? I know a lot of guys enjoyed the training camp because got them away from like their family and kids and were able to sleep in and focus on it and whatever. As somebody that was never in the NFL with a kids or a family, I didn't see the reasoning of it always, but it did sleep bring, in. Everybody went through nope. the same thing. You're right. It is There is moments for sure. Like those couple moments or nights when everyone is hanging out and you get to see everybody. You know, but normally it's just your schedule is so jammed and you have like 10 o'clock bed check, 10.30, whatever it may be. Like you're, a lot of times you're getting to the dorm at 9.45 and like you're not doing a whole lot of hanging out. Yeah, there's like a 10-minute period, 15-minute period where everybody's dead tired. Or if there was a massive fight or an injury, there's always some lingering conversation that take place. And there is like you're, you're kind of going through it together. You know, you got to deal with the autograph hounds that are sleeping outside that are certainly buying meth with everything that they're selling. Sure. And you can smell them through your room that they've been sitting out there. You're going and eating in the hall together. You're getting checked in. There is a, a real team chemistry aspect of it, I think. But... Sleeping on terrible beds, shit and terrible things. Like, is that better than the, you know, the 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 whole the whole? Is it a overall pro or a con? I don't know if anybody's ready for that conversation. If we'll ever get to the actual bottom of it. Yeah, I mean, for teams like the 49ers, wouldn't it help a little just because guys can kind of find out more about Trey Lance, or does that even matter whatsoever? What we're saying is, that could you do that at the facility if you just had? You're at the right. facility eight, 15, 18 hours anyway. Yeah. Well, and that's why it also makes sense. Like, if you've been in the league for like several years, it's like, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit again. I had to do it last year and the year before. I'm like, telling you guys, don't guys. I don't know. I guess not. What? Ian was like, didn't really run with that at all. I thought there was a numerous, I thought there was an uptick in guys retiring like the day before training camp, two days before training camp, like offensive linemen, defensive linemen. Like, nope, not fucking going. Mm -hmm. I'm not going back. I'm not doing it. Somebody tell them, I don't care. Uh, I signed a contract. Yep. All right. I'm sleeping in my fucking bed. I, I don't want to do that. It's a. Uh, it's quite it's really a time. those. Lock in. No, eight. Oh, I think it's those first two weeks. Those first like ten to sixteen days of camp. That's what everyone freaks out about because once you get settled in and you get over the initial like, okay, oh, first day of pads. Here we go. Everyone's overly fake excited for all of this. We all kill each other. We feel good. Once you get through all of that and your body kind of settles into camp, I think you're like, okay, here we go. Like we're. I'm ready to play the season now. There's always that miserable period. And I was always like, wait, what you guys so tired for? Come on. <laughs> what are we fun. doing? We'll fucking wake up. We got gold line tomorrow, boys. <laughs> what are we doing? Better strap them up a little tighter tomorrow. Oh, let's get a good night. Let's get a good night's sleep tonight, huh? We got fucking gold line. <laughs> oh, let's see who's going to make it. Who's not going to make it. It's where you win games, boys. And you got to fuck you, dude. Oh, I'm just punting tomorrow. Hey, I got backed up punt. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm happy about backed up punt? I'm not happy about it, dude. What are you Training camp was terrible. I felt ah, miserable room after miserable room after miserable room. I'll, I'll never, I'll never get to a point in my life where my fake enthusiasm was both needed and hated at the same time ever again. In training camp, NFL training camps were definitely that. Walking into the offensive line room was just the best, the fucking best. Boys, we learned anything today. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Oh, okay. I saw your, hey, your hand placement earlier. Hey, are we not? What's going on? Fix that. I got broke his, uh, I got broke his shoulder earlier today. He's practicing through. That's why it got to be fucking tough. We need yeah. more people. <laughs> <laughs> we need more of you. 
Oh, such a fucking just much. Can't make the club in the tub. You start yelling that. What's that? Can't make the club in the tub. You start yelling at guys oh, in the yeah. training. Oh, yeah. oh, you missed the practice again, huh? <laughs> oh, you got two concussions, one period. Way to go. <laughs> Tell your brain to fucking toughen up. Never forget. I mean, I felt like I was needed in there. But you are. There were certain- that, is, that is needed. That's absolutely needed in those situations. I was reading a room sometimes. We're in the middle of a stretch for I don't know what day it was. Maybe 10 days in, 11 days in. Everybody's sore everybody and we did like some ridiculous stretch move that i don't think our team had ever done before it was like yeah this will help with the blah 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 whatever who was leading it i was like we ain't got it boss we ain't try it again throw it out it became like a 10 minute like kind of a yell fest about the stretching again everybody's just passing everybody's trying to delay right it's like when you're running sprints and you ask a question Uh it's like everybody's just trying to delay 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 I felt like I really helped out. But then, obviously, they just added on the end of practice. So I kind of <laughs> fucked over everybody. We're out there longer than anybody was ever planning. you know. So kind of a gift and a curse. From Mike Sando. Oh, whoa. We have, we have found Happy Sando's day. information. Yes. Holy hell. We have gotten a hold of the author of the article from The Athletic that ranked all starting quarterbacks and quarterbacks that are currently competing for a starting role uh, in a tiered process through 53 people associated with the NFL, 49 executives and coaches, four members of one team's personnel department. They ranked all the quarterbacks, and we have some questions. Ladies and gentlemen, author from The Athletic, world-renowned writer Mike Sando. Hey, Sando! Sando, what's up? Thank you. Good to be on. Hey, thank you so much for joining us, especially on short notice. We started diving into your list here, which has been happening for eight years. Congrats. Nobody yeah, does yeah, anything. Nobody does anything for eight years anymore. Everything kind of falls <laughs> by the wayside. But we have some questions about the tier system and the process of how this whole thing goes. So we appreciate your time. You're telling us that at least one person, right, had Patrick Mahomes as a tier two, Josh Allen, numerous people at tier two. How does Aaron Rodgers was the only person that was completely universally said tier one, that's why his score was a 1.0. And do any NFL teams reach out to you afterwards and say, was it somebody from our fucking team that didn't put Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady uh, in tier one? How does that whole thing work, Mike? Thank God I don't just talk to one guy. What if I talked to one guy and Mahomes was in tier two? I'd look like the biggest idiot in the world. But uh, yeah, you talk to 50 people, you're going to get 53. You're going to get some people with some different. Yeah, I I love the nuance. I love the attention to detail. It's very good. No, it's real, though. Like, whenever you get the voting back, and yeah, it has yeah. Josh and Patrick in tier two, are you alarmed and startled by it as well as you're going through? No, it? no, because so all that is on the younger guys is there's there's some people that whatever want to see it another year or have a concern here or there. We could all say with Rogers, Mahomes, Brady, there's like not really a discussion, right? I mean, we just know they are who they are. There's some other guys you could say with Burrow. Well, he's had one, you know, he had one injured year. He took him to the Super Bowl one year. Let's see him do it again. That would be reasonable. Herbert hasn't even gotten to the playoffs, right? But I think. The vast majority, a high percentage, 75% of the people are saying, yeah, Josh Allen's a one, right? 75% of the people. If I'm working for an NFL team and one of my fucking guys says Josh (laughs) Allen is not a tier one quarterback, I'd like that person off my fucking team. You have no idea what the prototype of the NFL looks like. That's that's why we had to reach out to you so much. This is where your ranking took us to this conversation. So we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get you, too. I wouldn't put those guys in Tier 2. But I think there is a distinction to be made within Tier 1, wouldn't you say? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, to me, I, I love that it comes out. I love that one guy 
picked a nit on Mahomes because I think Rodgers is the best. I think he's got the best command of everything. He's the most fun guy to watch because you don't even know the little side things that are going on. Like he's got something going that's oh, like between the defensive coaches, between his, between him that like even the guys on the field don't know. He's so master level at this. We agree. There's no one. There's nobody like Rodgers. I mean, whole other level. So I love that he's one. And Burrow at the bottom of it, fine. He's not Rodgers, but he's in there, and Allen's in there. Allen's had two kind of okay, shaky seasons to start his career. As those get to be a smaller percentage of his body of work, he'll rise in there to the exalted level. This is like McAfee, tier one punter in 2014. Uh, was I, don't I really? That. Let's go! I don't, I don't care that Marquette King led the league with 109 punts that year. You had a tier one year. So That's certainly a punter stat. <laughs> Having the most amount of punts is certainly a punter stat. I love Marquette, but yeah, yeah, yeah you media yeah. folks know. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike, is there uh, what quarterback on there like had such a, a big range maybe where mm. some guys were giving him, hey, a, a tier one, tier two, and oh, also yeah. maybe threw a couple tier fives? Like, was there anyone that was vastly yeah. different? Well, one was Deshaun Watson. I mean, one person gave him a five. I'm like, but they're like, he's, they must have been saying he's not a starter. He's not going to start this year, so he's not. But come on. I mean, he's, he gets ones, twos, and threes because nobody really knows. Uh, let's huh. see who else was people all over the map on. Uh, Trevor like Lawrence, Wilson. people didn't know what to do with. Yeah, Wilson. So Wilson actually got one vote in tier three. So when Wilson first came into league, oh, great defense. Jeez. Uh, so I want to know who that person Wilson, is. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I'm working in the NFL, I would like to know who thinks Russell Wilson tier three player. This guy yeah. kind of stinks. Well, here's the deal. When Russell Wilson came in, he was great. He was sharp. But they had the best defense of all time and a great running back in Marshawn Lynch. When you played Seattle, you played Marshawn Lynch. It affected the coverages, everything. So it took him a while to get the credit. So then he came uh, up two years ago. He's unanimous tier one. Two years ago, they're like, yep, the defense isn't as good. This guy is money, two-minute offense, the whole thing. Yeah, he still needs that kind of run game to play off the play action because he's not the same pocket passer that all of these guys are, a lot of the taller guys, but he's good. Last year and a half, what happened? He's like he's in a bad marriage. This is like A-Raj at the end of McCarthy era where you know he's still good. <laughs> But he's been playing a long time. But there's something wasn't right. I mean, he, he wasn't the same dynamic guy. He it was flashes. So now people are like, oh, yeah, I told you, you needed the run game. Yeah, really. You know what I mean? So there's a little bit of uh, yeah. he gets docked, and I think it's an important part of his career, right? I mean, if he's right, Pete Carroll was holding him back, and now he's going to go. They're going to hand in the playbook, and it's going to be the show. But I think there's some question in our minds if that's really going to happen. I love the way you speak. I want to let you know, Sando, I didn't know you who you were before today. I'm a big fan of the way you operate, pal, because you speak with conviction, which I have the utmost yeah. amount of respect for. Now, I watched Russell Wilson live in stadium. I actually hit a anvil for the Indianapolis Colts, mm -hmm. had a nice setup. The Colts were very nice to me. I appreciate that. And I watched him beat the fuck out of the Colts. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, Russell Wilson is all the way back. Now, him with Seattle or him with Denver, is there a guessing game? Like, how do you lay it out? Do you lay it out with the team that they currently have, the team they will have this year? Like, when you present them with this thing, what are the guidelines for them to vote upon for the quarterbacks? Well, I think we're looking at what they are right now. And there's some projections. Some people are going to say, dang it, I'm going to move this guy into tier one because I think he's going to be. But for the most part, it's where they are now. And there's some questions with what he's going to be in Denver, right? I, I lay out the criteria like, I wish you could see this on my screen, but it's in the piece. 
I got this little spreadsheet I give the guys, and it's got, uh, it defines the tiers. So tier one, can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. Expertly handles mm-hmm. peer past situations. No real holes in his game, right? That's tier one. So people can filter that through. Get Patrick Mahomes out of there, get somebody said. <laughs> somebody said in there, get him out. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, yeah that's what Isn't we're saying to you this whole time. Yeah, that's what we've been it's saying. It's unbelievable. Is, yeah, yeah. It is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is like a real guy. I mean, it's somebody I really respect. But, but so, this guy, <laughs> so this guy sent me his ballot, right? So, you know, it's the off season and, and like, you know, I talk to most of the guys, but sometimes someone just shoots me their thing. I'm on vacation. They're on vacation. But on this one, I was like, we are talking. We are having a conversation. You cannot send this in. It better be good. And so I used his quote in there. I mean, he didn't convince me, but these defensive guys, you know them. There's no one harder on quarterbacks than DBs, number one. They, like, give no respect. And then defensive coaches are a little bit, they're a little bit, I don't know, crusty, a little surly. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know know the defensive coaches. So sometimes they, sometimes they, they burr up a little bit. Maybe we got that, but it's you know it's one out of fifty. I'm glad that one guy's there because maybe you wouldn't have called me. Well, fifty three, right? Because there's actually four people. There's forty nine. I love that you did that. So I was gonna do a Zoom with those four people, but then we our vacation schedules didn't do it. Well, I, I may do something with them. Oh, they, were they on Dan Snyder's yacht? Couldn't zoom in from where? <laughs> uh, no, no. I the I have to take the blame for this. I did a okay. really un. Beat writery, NFL writery. Oh, no. I took a week off in June. I was kind of tricked into it. Usually I don't take vacation until later, but I took a week off in June and I missed the window. But by then, my wife, I'd committed to her that we were going to go. And I just said, you know, who do I want to piss off less? My wife or, you know, four guys from the from the personnel department who probably are like, you know, they didn't think about it again after that. So I made the right decision. Yeah, you absolutely did. Hell yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you, Sando. We can't Woo. wait to look All in. Right. I'm a big fan. Hey, this is a huge in the Sando household. My my youngest son, Cade Sando, is a McAfee. I mean, you could say anything. I could try to parent him. If you said something, that's the way it is. I mean, it's every day. McAfee this, McAfee Cade, that, so. Cade, listen to your dad, except for... <laughs> If your dad tells you, like that one voter said, uh-huh. that Patrick Mahomes is a tier two quarterback, don't listen to that, hey, Kate. Everything else. He's a Rodgers fan. In fact, I took him. He's a huge from birth Packers fan. I took him to Lambeau this last year. He got to see them beat the Rams, so I am a good dad. Yeah, you're a great dad. Oh, great yeah. writer, too. We All appreciate right. And great husband, it sounds like, taking a vacation. Well, I mean, that's very debatable. In fact, she's probably going to be calling in here any minute to get on me about something. But we'll see you. <laughs> All right, so we'll get off your back then. Ladies and Mike right. Sando, thank yeah. you, guys. Today's show is presented by Cash App. Cash App is the only finance app you need. It's the easiest way to send money to your buddies, and you can buy pieces of Bitcoin or stocks with as little as $1. Whoa. Keep an eye out for Winner Wednesday this week with the winners from last week's contests. And if you aren't on Cash App yet, go use code McAfee for $15 as soon as you sign up. That's code McAfee for a free $15. Terms apply. Nailed it. Way to go, AJ. That's cool. What if you'd have tased AJ? Oh, in the rain, too. Cuff, tap. What if you'd have speared him from behind? Oh. Try to cuff him, the whole thing. And AJ. I saw that at Kid Rock. Dude got tackled from oh, behind. Oh, man. Complete guy ran on stage when they were riding because his show got canceled. And a uh, security guy came and jacked the dude from behind. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Kid Rock's show got canceled in North Dakota. Yep. 
then everybody rioted. Proceeded. Pretty pretty much pretty throw much shit. And and Kid Rock was there or not there? He I was believe there. he was, and it was inclement weather, so they canceled the show uh, when everyone was there. Because it was an outside show. Yes. Yeah, he was pissed. It was an amphitheater. Yes. Yes. Bad weather comes. Kid Rock says, My name is Kid. But it ain't dumb. You know, my name might be Kid, but I ain't dumb. No, There's yeah. a lot of lightning and tornado. Look coming. at that picture. So he didn't even home. want to cancel it. They made him cancel it. Yeah, of course. Joe Nardo out there. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> Can't do this, Kid. And Kid Rocks fans were not happy. They took oh, rockets. My God. That's a shocker. They were not happy. They were living. Are they ever happy? When we, if Kid if Rocks were playing. Uh-huh. Yeah. When we the people the comes on. I mean, even then, I feel like there's a little bit of edge. So what happened with that uh, Minnesota theater that booked Chappelle and then canceled Chappelle? Yeah, what did happen? I don't know. Chappelle wasn't there. He was supposed to be there. They canceled him because he's said things that they find to be. Because of the closer? Once he was booked, did something, so, a group yeah. come out and they canceled it because I, like he got a backlash? I think so, yeah. I think that was the exact case. And then I was checking the internet reaction, and it seemed to be pretty 50-50 on supporting the theater and, and – and certainly not supporting the theater hmm. for canceling said show with yeah. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. It's weird that- no, I think the theater itself, what they, they wanted to remain a place uh, of... Welcoming. Yeah, ex- something like that. I can't remember exactly how they worded it. So, so Chappelle was just like, yep, fuck it. We'll go over here then. No, I think they canceled him. That, that's what I mean. Yeah, they yeah. canceled Chappelle. Yeah. Chappelle wasn't like, hey, I respect. I'll go somewhere else. They canceled Chappelle. So then Chappelle's people that already bought tickets, I think probably to that thing had a bit of a reaction i don't know i was just reading through the reactions people were so it was canceled after local backlashes the heads okay but tickets i think had already been sold i think and it really felt like people on the internet were not being real civil but it's not very welcoming to cancel the show so true so trying to be welcoming how many people have actually seen all of his material that are from that theater or the people that say they don't want him to have a show at that theater? Whether they feel on either side, one way or the other, how many have actually seen all of, the, all of his material? I know I haven't. You know, hmm. that whole... Because Andrew Schultz, right? Andrew Schultz just released his own on his own website. Yeah. And I assume he's made more than he would have made from a streamer at that point. And I think there is a lot of comedians that are coming back stronger and harder than ever. Like, hey, these are jokes. These are meant to make people laugh. This is not meant to be hateful. This is a, hey, we can laugh about everything going on. But there are some people who have felt, you know, that these jokes are directly about ruining my life and bullying me. Hmm. And they, they did not. They do not enjoy everywhere that Chappelle goes no. to. And that's why I like him naming the center at Duke Ellington is so sweet because it's just about, I think it's our, our freedom, freedom of art. Yeah, yeah in, in the arts or something like that. Yeah, this is my art, he said, and yeah. everybody's attacking my art, which, hey, the world has changed. Chappelle is going to sell a ticket, though. Yeah. Anytime uh-huh. Chappelle wants to sell a ticket. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was the thing about Netflix, right? All the Netflix employees were like, we'll walk out of here, we'll walk yeah. out of here. And they were like, okay, okay this is, we're going to put Chappelle special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we're going to put Chappelle special. He's got three of them, actually. Yeah, Ted mm-hmm. Saranis was like, okay, do it. Okay, you're, you're welcome. Yeah, we're going to put these out. We paid this dude $100 million for his specials. We're going to have to put them out. That's like Spotify, right? They were about to, yep. on Rogan, and they are like, all right, we'll take down a couple episodes for sure, but like also, 
We're going to put this out. See ya. Those musicians came back to Spotify, too, I think. They that did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. yeah. It was a pretty rigorous six months, though, for those people who couldn't listen to their music. Did they really? They came back? Uh-huh. The artists came back? They did. Oh, I didn't know that. Because this is... I, man. Were you shocked? I am. Because everybody says they're going to move or somehow. I'm move, I'm move, I'm move, I'm move, I'm move, I'm move. Where are you moving? Okay. Wherever you go, I assume there's going to be something that's going to happen. You're going to be like, this place stinks. It's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Welcome to the world. Yeah, there's <laughs> that does happen. But nobody ever moves, right? Everybody says, yeah. I'm move, I'm move, I'm move. And I only pay attention during times where we're forced to pay attention. So my knowledge of this whole thing, very limited. But everybody's going to move, both sides. I'm move, this happens. I'm move, this happens. I'm move, this happens. I'm move, this. Ain't none of these motherfuckers ever get a new passport, right? No. So whenever the musicians finally said, like, you know, I'm out, take it down. I thought it was like, all right, somebody's going to, here we go. Somebody's going to do it. And you're saying, Oh, they're back. Yeah, no, no, they're already back. What the fuck, dude? Mm -hmm. What's this all about? Half a year, though. What's it about, man? I just finished that, um... I listened to that Phil book that came out, too, from Alan Shipnick. Oh, yeah. I believe that's his name. Shipnick, big fan of Phil, right? It, he's known him forever. Like, the book is not just a hit piece on Phil. Like, there's a lot of positive stories about Phil, too. Nice. What did you learn? They address, like, different rumors that Phil and his wife had to deal with. That dude's dealt with a lot of weird stuff over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else? What, what, what type of stuff did you learn about with Phil in there? And how did you come uh, out of that book? How do you view Phil Mickelson now? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't really didn't sway me one way or the other about Phil. What were some really of the stories? I just, wanted, I just listened to it and listened to all the. It was cool hearing the stories. How Phil, first off, he loves to gamble. That that sounds yes, like one yeah. of the things that we we know about Phil, and he loves to kind of give dudes a hard time. And you could kind of see it through watching the match and everything, how he interacts and how he talks trash. Like, okay, Phil's been like this forever. We're saying no spoilers, obviously, but any stories that you know, somebody that's never. Listen to There's or a lot of them, yeah. read a book. It's a book I should read, huh? Or listen to? I think you, yeah, you could you could listen to it pretty quickly. What? Didn't know if you just wanted to share some of the stories. No, I, I told you. There's weird rumors that that dude had to deal with. Like this, there's rumors right. that he had kids from different places. That his wife was with different people, and she even his wife Amy, who seems like an absolute saint, she like mm-hmm. address it and makes fun of. And she makes light of all these dumb rumors they deal with. Okay. Okay. All right, is Shipnick the guy that got bodied out of the live? Oh, yeah, I believe he was. Yeah. yeah. With oh, Greg, Greg Norman standing over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Get that fucking guy out. So he's been... So the book, he didn't just write that overnight. So Phil has probably known that old Shipnick was writing this book for a long time. A couple of years at least. Which might have led wow. to potentially the why Phil... Ah. As opposed to just like... You know, the country that's funding it. I wonder if, you know, Norm was like, oh, yeah, and also you're writing an entire thing about one of our golfers. So sorry about it. Get Is out. that what happened, you think, after reading that book? I don't know. I, I really don't know what happened because it's if he didn't have those comments, like this, those comments that Phil made that Phil says were off the record to Shipnick, that's what started the whole firestorm with Phil, right? If he didn't have those comments. Oh, those were two Shipnick. What? That was to Shipnick? Yes, and Shipnick absolutely says in the book 100% this was not off the record. It was absolutely not. Phil says it was, but it wasn't. Off the record. He said, he said. There's no off the record. It's 2022, yeah. There's no off the record. Kids know that, though, because they grew up with uh, phones that have cameras. Yep. Mm -hmm. I would hope. Older folks, to you youngs that are watching, older folks 
actually thought there was a time where you could say something to somebody and then nobody else was allowed to hear about it. And then you say, hey, that's off the record. Like that's after you record. say it. That's off the record. Uh, of course. Yeah. Nowadays. Everything. Everything's on the record. That doesn't, that doesn't and you should act as such, by the way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You should act as such. Let's answer some phone calls. Get the fuck out of here. Let's go to Zach in Kansas City. Zach, what's going on in the 5 Energy phone line? one 833 mac If you go to 5 use promo code MACFEED to receive 10% off your order of 5-Hour Energies. They are delicious and get the job done. Zach, what's going on, pal? What up, boys? How you guys doing? Hey, not too shabby, Zach. Wrapping up a little Monday, huh? Right. 28 teams are going to training camp tomorrow, oh, yeah. including your Chiefs. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, for my Chiefs, I just drove by Mo West. I saw him a little bit. I saw the boys out there getting back into shape. You know, I'm ready for the season to start. Like that. What do you want to talk about, bub? All right, well, I got a sports question for you and AJ, and I got a little bit of a bone to pick with Ty Schmidt. Uh-oh. Get into that. But, uh, Let's go with the you For you, for you and AJ, so... <laughs> I'm joking, joking. So joking. I was just wondering, for you for you and AJ, so, like, the NFL is obviously different, and, like, AJ out there is, like, built by some sketchy dude in a lab or something, but, like, do you think AJ could have played, like, quarterback or, like, like, when you're out there in practice and you're out there at OTAs and stuff, no. like, if you're proficient in a Not certain yet, no. position but you were drafted at a different position, like, what's, what's up with that? What's up with that? What is up with that? I don't know, Zach. <laughs> what, what's the bone to pick with Ty here? Oh, well, a couple of weeks ago, that dude Ty, somebody said that Ty was the, uh, the resident movie buff. And as the Northwest Missouri State two-time back-to-back Wednesday movie night trivia champion, I just, you know, wow. I took that a little personal. Wow. Okay, Zach. You, you go to Northwest the Missouri. Fuck you fucking bow down to Zach. You Please. don't know. You don't. I got know. a bone to pick with Ty too. Movie trivia night. You got no shot, Bill. Like, how, <laughs> how many Two offensive times. linemen could play quarterback in the NFL? All right. So, listen, what was your bone to pick with Ty? Uh, earlier, Ty addressed the Tim Kirchin situation yep. and uh, apologized. He put out a tweet apologizing, saying how much he loves Tim. He spelled Tim's name wrong in the tweet. K U R K I J A N. I think I did K I R K. I did it exactly how uh, it would have been Gumpy. But because I didn't have time to look it up, so oh. this is. Oh, you know, so on uh, my account, then is probably. Yeah, I believe it is probably spelled wrong. Oh Jesus, Kirkjian! Oh, no. oh, that's autocorrect. Give me a fucking break! Oh, oh no! Should have just copy pasted what fucking Gumpy put up. I should have, but again, you know, we were coming right back into this show. I didn't want to be on my phone, didn't have time, so I I shorted it. Hey, I appreciate you. Sorry, Tim. Tim doesn't. Tim doesn't no. But I appreciate Jesus you. Jesus Christ. Again, God. I love Tim Kirk. Love you, Tim. Oh yeah. AJ, how many guys do you think can play another position in the NFL? There's some guys, but it'd be more like DBs so playing wideout, wideouts playing DBs, maybe uh You playing maybe, running back, maybe? No, I mean growing up. Fullback. Yeah, high school and stuff, but not in the NFL. I'm I, that's the different world up there, bud. You're talking about like speed group, speed group, mid group, big guys. There's a lot I think it's interchangeable in that type of aspect as opposed to like, uh, this guy is uh safety and he could be a quarterback. A lot of guys maybe could. Maybe a couple guys could be. But normally they say, um, like, I wanted to be a kicker and a punter. You can't spend enough time to do both or do the one or the other. And I think any position's hard enough. The quarterback one has so much on your fucking plate. I mean, who you have no idea who could handle it, who could not handle it. A lot of people athletically might be able to handle it. But the actual title of being an NFL quarterback, that's a lot more than fucking just physical ability. 
Absolutely. I'll say for the millionth time, it's the hardest position in all of pro sports. Be an NFL quarterback, are you kidding me? Like the stuff that's going on mentally, not only like every play in between the play, every single day of your life when you're there, like being the leader of that team and how much is on your shoulders. Yeah, it's just it's crazy to see what these guys can do. Well, and handling just getting fluffed up your entire life and not becoming a fucking untouchable prick. That's yeah. a big part of it. Being able to, okay, hey, first series of the game, all these expectations on me. Oh, I threw a pick six. I had to go right back out there and make that same throw. Yeah, it's a lot of mental toughness. I, I think I would have – I think I could have been a quarterback in college. I think I could have been if I would have played in high school. Mm-hmm. But no shot in the NFL. No mm-hmm. shot. Once that money starts coming around, I'm, I'm asked to be a leader all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm trying to have drinks with the boys here. Huh? I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I need to be the guy that's making all these head decisions for everybody. Well, and if you have success early, like with Mahomes, he won the Super Bowl in his third year, and now for the rest of his career, it's Super Bowl or bust, right? Every single season yeah. that he has. That's how every quarterback views every year, though, I think. Like even Orlovsky. You know, at least if versus- you have it, though. You get that Super Bowl early. Yes. It's just a different kind of pressure. Like, if you don't have it, it's okay. This guy is not certified. He's not official until he gets a ring. But then you get that ring, and it's like, okay, where's the second and the third and the fourth coming? Yeah. For the quarterback, he has yeah. he has Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, fuck yeah, everybody. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, if you're the quarterback. He's arrived. I've won a Super Bowl. Fuck off. Now, fans and pundits yes. will say, hey, how come? Bah, 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 bah. But I would assume if you're the quarterback, your thought is, have you ever? Yeah. But you've never. I have. Like, uh, Fuck like, off. think about it. like Carson Wentz. He's got a ring. He's untouchable, right? He's 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 oh. arrived. He didn't start in the playoffs. Yeah, though. he didn't play. Hey, Jay, what's your deal, huh? He's Why'd got you, a ring, though. Why'd you just do what you just did there? He's got a ring. That's what you said when he was in Indy. Hey, this guy's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. No MVP. I never said. I, I said because he was an MVP 2017. Couple His years. ring still counts like everybody else's. I concur. Absolutely. But I don't think anybody's saying, like, yeah, Carson won that Super Bowl. You know, Philly, Philly, Nick Foles, actually. Yeah, he has a statue. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) look at Foles, though. Foles was the – I mean, he was the king right there. He got a statue outside, and all of a sudden, bam, he's not playing. No, he was retired, remember? Woods, he comes back, Super Bowl MVP statue, big contract Jacksonville, get the fuck out. Chicago, get the fuck out. What his life – yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking real. Statue was made at one point. Then we're, yeah. you know what I mean? Is he back with us? No, who'd he sign uh, with? Good question. Foles? Yeah. Yeah, he's with the Colts, I believe. He is, right? I thought so, yeah. I think he's with us. Yeah, I thought he. Let's go, Nick. There we go. Yeah. Let's go get another ring, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Let's go get. Now it's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Frank's got his guy. You see, he never MVP candidate, that guy. Nick Foles, never. No. Never given the opportunity to be. No. Somebody else was in there, obviously. Nick Foles, though, Super Bowl winner. When push came to shove, all eyes on the world are on something. What did Nick Foles do? Make the fucking play. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Well said. That's right. That's why he's a Colt. That's why he's got a statue. Yeah. That's Frank's dude, too. They're very close. Controversy. I don't know. Zito, Zito says we're probably going to have to sue somebody. What? Breaking news. I guess we're going to court with. <laughs> What's going on? I think we know where they got it from. What? What's this all about? <laughs> what? what is this? Is this Ken? Pat McAfee, official doll. What is this? Zoom in on product <laughs> details, please. Are those leather pants? I've not. I see the white yeah, Air Forces. It's Ken. Featuring on-trend person? fashions, respect. Yeah. With photo-worthy details, Barbie looks dolls inspire the stylist within. 
With brand new face sculpts and poseable articulated bodies, they're ready to style, pose, photograph, and post. This Barbie Looks Ken doll features a unique face sculpt with a paint. What are they fucking selling me for? Move over there? How's my face look? What's up, Pat? <laughs> What's this about? <laughs> <laughs> are you shitting me? What's going on? Look at me, they're fucking fashionable. Let's Did you go. see that? Yeah. Come back over there at the uh, product detail. Oh, 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 shit. Bro, the legs are a little thin, don't we? Dog. Can we get the quads, please? Go back over the product details, please. Oh, oh look at that. Look at I, that sweet look. I don't know if you're ever going to get that pose from me. Featuring <laughs> on trend fashions. So, painted facial hair. Just like I've been saying this uh -huh. whole time. Mm hmm. I'm fucking fashion forward. Everybody can eat shit. Even Ken says it. Yeah, are you in the new movie now, too? Oh, uh, no. Am I ruined no Gosling? Action hero? I couldn't watch <laughs> Gosling as an action hero. I couldn't do it, but I heard what it's movie? a great movie. Gray Man? Oh, yeah. Is it good? It's awesome. Connor loved it. That's how we started the show. Connor loved it. Yeah. I said, isn't that the notebook guy and, like, Ken and shit? He's like, yeah, but he's a badass. Go back and watch. Drive. Drive. He became a badass. Cause I he watched can do anything, I feel like. I don't know. I, I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough. I respect Gosling. I've seen him with Carell and everything. He's a heartthrob mm -hmm. for sure. He's very attractive. But like the first two minutes of this whole gray man thing, he was doing his thing. It was hard not to just be like, oh, I just smack him right in the mouth. That little cute little, you know what I mean? If I was his opponent or his enemy. Mm -hmm. But I guess he's a fucking dog. Yeah, he's an absolute dog in the movie. He probably kills around like 7,500 people in it. <laughs> He's a dog. Yeah. I couldn't get past it. I'm too mentally weak. But I'll watch Drive. Then that'll re yes. reintroduce mm -hmm. Gosling to me. Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. You're yeah. never going to watch Blade Runner. Yeah, it's, it's three like hours. No, no. All it needs is the first 10 minutes. True. Yes. Well, we <laughs> talked about poor little Tink Tink earlier. I guess the movie about him, Gosling is a killer in it. Uh-huh. 2049. Yeah, he play, he, and he goes right at it with Batista. So to Tony's point, you can just watch the first 10 minutes. All right. That's the show. There you go. You got some homework. You want to call lawyers or? Hey, don't sue him. Do not sue. Pat, please. You know what happened. Do not sue. We know. Oh, Bad no. things happen to some people that have lawsuits out there. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. You're the worst. Jesus Christ. Nick, you got it. Come on, AJ. Some things are just for us. Come on. Shout out Ryan Harkle now. Yeah, shout out. Shout out Ryan Hall. Yeah. Shout out to the five people who know, who know what you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. This guy, Sweet. you are a problem, a menace, if you will. Some, you tell me all the time. Some things are for you. That was for you. <laughs> yeah, no, so, no, that was for that you. Was you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, <laughs> we call Jordo and ask him about it. Jordo would not know. Okay. Jordo would not know this, it's, which is a shame. Uh, can we call Jordo, actually? Can we call yep. Jordo? Dolan right now. Here we Let's go. see what Jordo's thoughts would be on what you just said there. Hope he's not pooping. Definitely not. I don't think so. Probably not. He was pooping earlier. Yeah, he's probably eating lunch, though. That's the worry. Oh, no. No answer? No answer. Open. All right. Well, hopefully get him tomorrow. We appreciate you all so much. Have an incredible day. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with 28 teams going to training camp. Woo! What are we, four days away tomorrow from SummerSlam? That's yeah. right. Here we go. Next week, I'm feeling good, AJ. I'm flying around. I don't know if you see it. Knee feels good. Leg feels good. I'm light. I stuck with keto through the wife's birthday week uh, weekend, Huge. which was not easy. It was not easy. Oh. Look at you, man. Thank you. SummerSlam. Come on. You can have a big, uh, like, uh, you know, rock-style celebration the day after your match, though, at least to eat some food and do whatever. Right. His French toast is actually for sale right now on Gold Belly. Ooh, okay. Those big, thick-ass ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're for sale on Gold hey. Belly now. Let's go. I think it's like 70 bucks or something. Might yeah. have to get one. Worth it. What's coming from what's, Hawaii? What's Gold Belly? 
Goat Belly is where you can get food from other places. Like you can get like uh, bagels and food from like specialty places around the country. It's like oh. re- it's like Permanis. Yeah, Permanis mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh stuff you can get. Like it, it comes on ice, whatever that fucking dry ice. Dry ice is. It's really good. Like we got a ham nice. for Christmas, I think, from like some super place. Saudi Arabia or something. New York. AJ. What? Is that where you were saying you got it from? What the hell's wrong with you? Ham from Saudi? That's the show, I guess. I hope you're proud. Hope you're proud. (laughs) Real cool. See you tomorrow, AJ. (laughs) Why does that shut the show down? I know we got to go. See you, everybody. That was last week. Good job, AJ. This is a new week. We're not getting into it again. You're right. You're right. New new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right, we're back tomorrow. Uh, Big time guests, big time conversations. And I believe we'll do a giveaway tomorrow. Hell cool. yeah. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. We'll see you in about 20 hours and 43 minutes. Cheers. You all are the best. Goodbye.